Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be? Hope it's what it should be. This is your boy N O R E. What up? It's DJ E F N. This is Military Crazy War Happy Hour Drink Champ Happy baby. Hour. Make some noise! <laughs> now, when me and E F N started this show, we looked at each other and we said, "There's so many other platforms uh, for new artists and uh, for new outlets and things like that. We wanted to cater to super." Legends. We wanted to cater to icons. We wanted to uh, uh, dedicate it to superheroes. People who have been doing this. When I was researching this brother that we're about to introduce, they said that he started doing his thing in 77. I said, holy shit. That's the year I was born. (laughs) This motherfucker has been literally doing it my whole life. Literally. <laughs> he's, a, he's a person that if you're Puerto Rican and you know how to dance or if you just a hip-hop, if you a hip-hop, period, and you have a hip-hop dance, I don't care what it is. It could be the stinky leg. 
It comes from him. He was the first person that made people, and I imagine the, the, the thing, and then I found out he invented the windmill. It's like talking to Michael Jackson right now. Mm. <laughs> we are happy, ecstatic, vigorous, enthusiastic to have a legend of a legend, an icon of an icon, a person that we all should throw flowers at his feet when he walked down the street, literally, because his feet is crazy. <laughs> and his legs is too. So in case you don't know who the hell we talking about, we talking about the one, the only, motherfucking crazy daddy! <laughs> May you represent me at my funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know what was, was one of the craziest things is... No pun intended. Um, uh, me seeing you on Letterman, right? <laughs> like, um, I'm going back because I had no idea Letterman would even, like, do something like that. Because how was it, for, for, for lack of a better term, I didn't see b-boying at that time as being a commercial. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was, like, some real, you know, Street underground. Shit. So when seeing on Letterman or seeing that, that, I think like that, was that, like, a beginning of, of b-boying crossing over or no? Yeah, we were there because of Flashdance. Right. So, yeah, that was like... So yeah, what year? That's early That 80s. was, wow. That came out in 83, Flashdance. Right. So when we mm -hmm. did late David Letterman show, I mean, that was kind of wild. I'm going to fucking go all out today because I don't give a fuck anymore. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go. So <laughs> we, wrote, we, we get set up to do the show, and, and the dude that I was with doing the show was coming off of being high the night before. Is that Ken Swift? Yeah, so okay, he was okay, all fucked okay, up. And okay, okay. we're like, oh shit, how are we going to do these routines? And, and was this acid back huh? then? Was it acid back then? What y'all was on? Uh, acid. Y'all weren't doing acid. No, no, everybody, no, everybody did acid. Everybody, yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know why. Now, I don't see no, B-boys no, 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 and B-girls doing acid. Yeah, but a lot of people don't see B-boys as, as stick-up kids, too. Right, and, right. You know, we were living double lives. For sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it was wild. So doing that, not knowing how that was going to turn out, Right. And, and um and then the, but the wax shit was a, a, a while ago after I see David Letterman in a restaurant and I'm thinking like all right well he's probably cool I tell the waiter hey you know I'd like to go say hi to him can you let him know and he's like no because <laughs> of that experience with you guys huh no it's just he's a dick oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, oh, shit. Well, oh. whatever that's him right so nothing happened on the show like no 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 I, it was all I heard good. you say Thankfully. I heard you, this is like the the story time I heard you say. Um, you didn't really like him when you was there. Nah, I didn't like him. Wow. Because what was this? I, I his dry was humor? A, yeah, or? it was uh, it's that, that dry humor that I didn't get coming from where I come from because right. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's stupid. Right. You know? Right. And, and that's, you know, at that time, even though, like, you know, we're dancing and right. we were still... We were running wild, like right. in Central Park, robbing right. people and doing. Right. Did you, I got the Central Park. So you're going too fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I got all that. Wait, the reason we were, why you guys were there was you were. What did you do for the movie? Consult we, we were, the movie? No. So we danced in flash dance at the beginning, mm -hmm. and then uh, at the end, I actually doubled for her. Uh, they actually want, they wanted me to um, teach the girls how to spin on that back in, in 24 hours, and I'm right. like, all right, wow. that's not possible. <laughs> right. So they ended up having me. Uh, 
come in the next day and like, hey, you know, uh, the director, Adrian Lyons, like, hey, uh, you know, would you mind dressing up as a woman or whatever, leotard and all this other stuff. And then you keep your mustache or something like no, that? No, well, first of all, I'm like this. I'm talking to dude like this. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know, that's money. That's the money sign. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not even really talking to the dude. I just like this fucking ignorant Bronx dude, mm -hmm. right. 17 years old, and I'm like this in the dude's face. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, cool, cool. And we want you to shave. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. So I just keep doing that. Um, and I just did it, man. I was just like, fuck it. Right. I did it. And I also, I also like, recently doing the studies, I didn't know that break dancing was frowned upon, the word break dancing. Yeah, is, yeah. Is it, that's what it is, break dancing? Yeah, it doesn't. So the word break dancing doesn't come from hip-hop. It came from my former manager. The manager, the white cool, lady, yeah, right? Yeah, cool yes, lady yes, blue. Yes. And, yeah. and she misspoke in, in, in a meeting, and she was also our publicist. Right. So she was the one... Because y'all laughed at her when she said we, that. We would just... I mean, we would... Man, I was maybe 16 when she did that, 15. Right. And, right. you know, she got a British accent. We're from the Bronx. Right. It was like, ah! She said break the whole thing! Right, right, right. So, yeah, we were just fucking with her. And, and But we didn't know that she was feeding it out there like that, and that's how it got into the press. Right. The, a lot of people say the media made that term up when mm -hmm. it was her. It was her, wow. single-handedly. And, and, and then... Once they heard it, that, that that was going what yeah. was called back then, it was called now viral. Right. Like it, it, it made its way around. And we had the most press back then. Right. You know, for that right. period of time and, and what we were doing, nobody was getting more. When you press say than we us. rock steady, rock steady, right. yeah, right. yeah. So you literally like let, let, let's just make, take it back to the beginning. You literally went on the first hip hop tour. Yep. I went on. I went hold on. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's make some noise. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait the fuck a minute. So, because you gotta remember, everyone is thinking this is a fad at this time, right? Everything, yeah. Everyone is thinking that this is black people's and Puerto Rican people's version of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna be successful. It's gonna be just successful to them. But you guys went on, this was, this was not a world tour. This was the first tour, but it was in America, so, right? The, no, no, no. So here, there was okay. two tours. There okay. was one, oh, sorry. So we, the first curated hip hop show. Uh-huh for the sake of presenting it to the downtown scene was curated by a man named Henry Chalfant. Okay. And a lot of people confuse the word graffiti rock with the Michael Holman show that was on TV with Run DMC versus Treacherous 3. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. so okay. graffiti rock was a curated show at a place called uh, the Kitchen Center for Performing Arts in maybe 1980. Wow. That's a couple of years before the graffiti rock show on TV. Huh. And... Uh, Henry Chalfant had got T-Kid as a graffiti writer to do the backdrop. Rocksteady crew, we split ourselves up to perform a battle as uh -huh. two different crews. And then you have Fat Five Freddy, uh, DJ Spy, and this dude named DJ Spy and Ramelzi, right. who weren't supposed to be there. Mm. And I found out some dirt. What, shall, I, what? shall I air it out? Yeah, go ahead. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. Henry Chalfant told me that. Well, I talked to Fat Five. I talked to Fat Five Freddy, and I was trying to get like Code Crusher Fantastic. Mm. So Fred injected himself and his boys. And he became the MC, and that's right? how he got yeah. his yes. thing in wow. terms of being a performer in the scene. Let's make some noise for Fat Five Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
The first swindle. Right, right. So, so, bro, when you say the the the, the two first tours, so you okay, say, yeah. Okay. So that was so the kitchen. After that, um, had a twelve city tour. Okay. So it was myself, Frosty Freeze, Fat Five Freddy, DJ Spy, and then it was just like a collective of like uh, jazz and right. rock and punk uh, artists right. going on a twelve city tour between the states, Midwest and right. Canada, and and then after. Um, after that, we started performing regularly uh, downtown. So the first curated club events right. for hip hop presented to the masses and being covered by like the Village Voice, New York Times, Daily News, all that and, stuff. And can was, just sorry to interject, but to be clear, there's no MCs. There's nobody rapping on this tour, is there? Uh, yeah. Who yeah, was? Yeah. Oh, well, you're talking about the kitchen tour? Yeah, the first. Yeah, that was Fat Five Freddy. He oh, was wow. actually rhyming? I Hell. thought he was just like hosting, yeah. MCing yeah. It as a host. I'm just going to say uh, we were high a lot on that one. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't really remember. Right. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, he was a master of ceremonies and dropping a little rhyme, some rhymes. Um, and then this guy, DJ Spy, was, uh, he was really dope. He's from Brooklyn. He was rocking out on the turntables. And then shortly after that, we started doing shows in the downtown scene, the first downtown club to ever have a hip-hop curated show. At, besides the kitchen, because the kitchen was a, uh, like a, an art center. Right. Um, was a, it was a place called Negril. Negril. Then it went I, to, got, I got my notes, baby. Yeah. I got my you see, notes. Let me tell you something. Look, Some, I ain't gonna lie, you, you're still in my interview. Because look, I, I was about to say, this is one of my questions. But wait, before, before you Negril say that. Night but wait, wait, club, no, 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 wait, wait. Before you get but to I Negril. told people, because somebody's like, yo, but does Nori know his shit? I'm like, yo, Nori's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, Nori's good. Look, that, that's in my, my, my it says, the Grill Nightclub considered to be hip hop's first nightclub. Is that true? I wouldn't say that. I would okay. say in terms okay. of presenting hip-hop to the downtown scene. Right. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, because... Yeah, cause, cause, um, they, uh, yeah T-Connection, okay. Autobahn Ballroom, Ecstasy Garage. But that's in the Bronx. All, yeah, all okay. the stuff up in... Okay. Uh, and then Harlem World. Okay, okay, okay. Places but, I but used to go uptown. to. The, yeah, way, so, the way that you're saying all this, it makes me feel like the dancers and the graffiti artists and the DJs were more in the forefront at this point. Definitely. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me, because I don't want to get back to the subject, but bear with me if, if you can, right? We know the five elements, right, of, of hip-hop, right? Then hip-hop starts to change, right? You get these corporations, they come in, some get Well, the down music with of hip-hop is extracted Some get down with them, some right? don't. But this was about maybe 10 years ago. Me and Capone, we go to Europe. And I forget <laughs> where we're at in Europe. I told this story. You always say Dusseldorf. No, no, no. Dusseldorf, <laughs> Germany. Big I love Dusseldorf, Germany. <laughs> but I remember me going on the tour. And I remember before we went on the tour, the promoters would just disappear. And they would come back and they would smell like old school Krylons. Yeah. I'm sorry for y'all youngins in here. Spray can. Yeah. And then they would be out there and they would have the cardboard. And I would, I would be like, did they do that just for us? And this was something that they did at their hip hop clubs. Every, and this was, this was, this, it wasn't that long ago. But why is it abroad people want to embrace the hip hop and the elements more than we do is right here created? 
That's a deep question, man. I'm sorry. Now it's time for me. I, I, I think, think. I think. Now, I, now no, no, no. I got you. That was a deep I, question I, I right there. I felt good about myself. I'm sorry. I think because <laughs> of it being very regional and like our New York hip hop state of mind, the way we came right. up, and and how we presented all the elements. A lot of people who got it later on in the states only got rap. So they right. don't feel any kind of real alliance to right. the elements of hip hop. And right. even when you say five elements of hip hop, you know, originally it was uh, you know breaking de- uh, DJ and MC and graffiti and beatboxing. Wow. And then Bambada changed it to knowledge, knowledge instead of, of yeah. beatboxing, which I thought was unfair. I say just add the six one. You yeah, know? might as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, it yeah. Be the six because yes. Yeah, so that and that happened like early nineties mm. when they changed it. Yo. But why does it? Why does the pure essence of hip hop live in other places other than? than it's more appreciated. More, is, that, is that the word I should be using? Yeah, it's okay. definitely more appreciated. I, I, I think. I think. Maybe it's a two part question. Have you, have you have you experienced? Yeah, like, of being course. out there? And, yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. a bittersweet, right? It's like, yeah. damn, I like that. But then it's like, why do you do that at home? <laughs> it's like my beef with love and hip hop. Like I said, it's uh-huh. not like they represent hip hop. No, not at all. Culture. Right. You know what I'm saying at all? And that's the thing here in the states. The word hip hop is just it's rap music. By the way, this, I think this is the most hip hopest conversation we ever had on the show right now. Good. <laughs> Make some fucking noise. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm getting goosebumps. Okay. When we live it, I think we take it for granted. Okay. Especially when it comes from people like us. All right. And when people outside got a lot of corny shit to live through, right. you know, I I don't think they go through the same kind of pain. They embrace and. Right. They do the theatric. I think it's more theatrical. Like it's even like with with dudes who 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 spit rhymes but never shot a gun, and they're talking about shooting guns yep. or never been in a real beef. Yep. Like emulating. It's, it's theatrical. Right. Like you know, for me, I know what it's like to be shot at and to pull a trigger, and I'm not trying to celebrate that right. shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of people, they think it's just like theatrics. They're trying to put on this persona because they think it's so cool but it's like yo my dude like if you're gonna if you're gonna go out there and you're gonna dance and you're gonna try to look like a hard rock right you know you ain't really being you cause you didn't you didn't have to live defending yourself worry about being fighting people every week but, but that part was confusing to me growing up CMB Street I was scared of you <laughs> oh, we were wild back like, then. No, 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 no. I'm talking about literally because the way you approached Lee, like Lee, I related to Lee, and then the way you was just looking at him, I was like, this dude right here is going to hurt somebody. Like, it, it looked like, it looked like, how could you not? Like, obviously, I'm young, I'm looking at the time, yeah. and to me, B Boyan was gangster. Like, it, I mean, but, wasn't it made to diffuse real no, beef? No, no, that's no. some bullshit yeah. that oh, yeah? New York City Breakers made up. Oh, okay, yeah, so, that's, that's the other crew, that, right? That, that's yeah, the other crew. So they, they used said to be that, Masters? That, yeah, they were, uh, damn, you're killing uh, me, bro. You know, you're sick. Come on! So, the thing is, uh, they did it, They did that, that show, that, That's Incredible. Uh-huh. And I think Michael Holman was kind of like mm-hmm. steering the narrative when they, when they were talking. I'm guessing, I could be wrong, but... Um, look, the dudes that 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 put me in rock steady, they were straight up stick up kids. And, and one of them, you know, he's doing a life bid, and, and he, his name rings bells in the system, mm-hmm. you know. And, and um, but they were notorious in the Bronx. These yeah. are the kind of dudes that, when they're rolling up to a jam and Cold Crush sees them and whoever right. sees them, they're like, "Yo, what's up?" And like they're giving them that love. So. Right. Shout out to Jimmy D and Jimmy Lee. Right. You know, those, those, those are the um, creators of Rocksteady. Um, Rocksteady, though. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Jimmy D and Jimmy but, I got that on my notes, too. But they were, they were notorious. Were they from 183rd? 
Yeah, and, and, uh, and they used to hang around 183rd and Davidson. Um, oh, not and Creston, Creston. Oh, Creston. Sorry. Okay, okay. Which, if you went to 183rd and Creston back in this late 70s, you were a stick-up kid, talented, connected, or stupid. Because <laughs> you, you know, you're not going there yeah. and, and, and leaving without getting stuck up. It's right. like when you went to the Disco Fever. Right. You went to the Disco Fever... It ain't like, you know, I know everyone talks about how great it was in there in the yeah. secret room behind the curtain where everyone's sniffing coke, but uh, in order to get through that block, uh, you're literally putting yourself on the line, getting stuck up. And thankfully, uh, I never got stuck up, but right. I went up in there, you know? All right. God damn it. Make some noise. You never get stuck up. <laughs> I mean, but we was always, we were also doing stick ups. Right. Because that's, that's, that's what um, I'm watching a documentary and you, you kept, you kept, uh, Reiterating that you lived a double life, like you guys yeah. lived a double life. On one, on one hand, you guys would do a Letterman, do a movie, do uh, you know this, and and then on the other hand, be actually sticking up. I think they said that you filmed a, a, a scene in Central Park, like at the same place where you used to stick people. Yeah, up we did an anti we did an anti drug commercial with <laughs> Curtis Blow. Wait up. Wait we up, were high <laughs> doing the thing. I'm talking about you go to bed. Wait up. Wait up. Wait up. Wait up. I didn't know that part. Wait up. Yeah, did, that's you, what it was. You did an anti-drug commercial high. Yeah. In, in Central in Park. In the same place you used to rob people at yes. Central Park. Oh, and it was, uh, it was directed by the dude from the Chicago 7. What's his name? They did the, the commercial, uh, the, the, the film on him. God, legendary leader of the Chicago 7 at mm. for, for rights. Right. But, uh, yeah, so... Right. Yeah, we did, a, I mean, uh, in uh, Beach, Beach Street, right. battle scene. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Most of us were... Which, are, are, are legendary about, shit. No, no, are you talking about the battle scene... At the, the Roxy. Train. Uh, that was the Roxy? I thought, yeah. I thought y'all was on the train. Oh, no, there was a train and then there's a club scene. Oh, no, that's a different one. But in okay. the club scene, okay. again, most of us were, like, on acid. That's why I can't. I don't know why I can't imagine y'all on acid. Because everyone thinks because we dance. No, 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 I just think. I think no. I think a different drug of anything. But not, acid I don't know, is acid, cool, man. Acid is just different. Makes sense. <laughs> Bro, y'all must have been tripping crazy. No, but, that, but that. But the question was the paper acid, right? Because they got different well, acids nowadays. Well, yeah. multiple ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got different acids nowadays. Ask Diego. You understand? Like, <laughs> I'm just walking around. I just for us around. back then, we didn't brag about dirt. Right, uh-huh. right. There was no such thing as like snitching on yourself like it is now on records. Right. 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 You know? Right. So you, you, you didn't do that. You just, you did your dirt and you, you shut up. You right. take shit to the grave. Right. Like, yeah, I, I'm definitely taking a lot of shit no, to the grave. No, I'm not going to lie to you. When y'all, when y'all, when I see. When I seen Chelsea, nah, is it time for your Japanese whiskey? You want to take some Japanese whiskey? Yeah, we yeah. gonna do it. Let's no, do it. Let's no, do it. Let's do it. So I'm, I'm so, but I'm not gonna lie to you. There's nobody in the world that could have convinced me that that wasn't real. Like when y'all walked by each other, oh, like this, this, I kid you not. Like I didn't know what cinematography was. Right. I didn't know. Oh yeah. You felt like it was like a documentary reality. By thing, the way, right? I know for a fact that was y'all raw joke. I know that they, that oh, they yeah, could no, not dress y'all. Oh, that was my cheap dog. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, mom can't dress y'all. I know, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that. I know that now from knowing. But but back then, me looking at that scene, I could not tell you. I could not tell if y'all was acting. You know, here's a funny thing. We wore our... Well, I think most of us wore most of our own gear. I think New York right. City Breakers kind of wore a lot of the, the, the Puma stuff uh-huh. because they were, like, the main group in, in the, uh, the film. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Right. You know, we had to show up with our own shit. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of shit that they were putting out was corny, so right. we weren't trying to look like... 
Again, and thankfully, we didn't end up looking like the breaking movies where they're wearing right. fluorescent clothing and all that other stuff. Right. Because that, you know, you couldn't walk through that like that in the hood. Right. Unless you were like a Madonna fan female, you know? <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> and um, one of the things that I, I, I hear you frequently say is, this, you said that it was kind of kind of stopped battling at one point because these guys were actually using your moves and using it against you. How, how, how could that feel? At first, so uh, my dude, Jerry Fontanez, I was talking to him one day. He was like, yo, rock steady for the 90s, rock steady for the 90s. And, and, and you know, I was always thinking like, yo, what are we going to do, battle people who are doing our moves against us? <laughs> right, right. But, and, and I was kind of upset with that. But then he was like, yo, my dude, like, you got to look at it like this. You created something that people are doing around the world. Right. And, and in the hood, we thinking like, yo, you biting my shit. Like, yo, what's up? Right. And, and I, I, I Instead of being I, flattered by it. Yeah, I right. didn't know how to be flattered by it right. yet. And then at that point, I was like, all right, cool. But in the Bronx, we had way more advanced moves than other people in other boroughs. So right. when I was going to these other boroughs and they saw me do what I was doing, they were definitely stealing... Right. I don't want to say my shit because there was other people before me. Right. And I, don't, I never want to, like, take credit away from them. But they took a lot of the Bronx style. And, right. and then, you know, some people got it, some people didn't. But you, you don't get to be number one without some whack motherfuckers around. Of course. Mm. Of you course. Know, you got to beat some people. Right. Flattery is what they say. <laughs> uh, flattery. Imitation but, is imitation. Imitation. Yeah, flattery. Flattery. But, yeah. like, to, you know, to ask, like, a cliche question, like what Biggie, Biggie Small said, did you ever thought that this would go this far? Like, like the culture, like this commercialization. Because remember, at one point, being commercial was whack. Yep. Like, if you like, almost, almost. Let me, let me, let me reiterate that. Not, not, not when we started, though. It wasn't considered whack then. Okay, put us on. Because there was no industry for us. Right. There was only opportunity. Right. And, bro, look, my first show that I got paid, I got paid. Well, no, second show I got paid anything substantial. Right. I got paid fifty dollars. Right. And it was that, that show at Negril. And when I got that fifty dollars, you know, I grew up poor. Right. So like like by the time I was eighteen, I had ten different home addresses. Right. And, right. and so when I had that fifty dollars and I was able to go from my school across the street to the diner right. and get my own meal for the first time in my life. Wow. wow. That you know, growing up in poverty, domestic right. violence. Dysfunction, all that shit. That shit was everything to me. And not only that, it was the like uh, we're all love to all my people from the Bronx, but it was considered the burnt down Bronx. Yeah, at that yeah, time. the boogie down Bronx. My man Frosty Freeze always used to call this call us the boogie down burn Bronx, burn down Bronx. Right. Yo, you know this? There's nice. You, how, when last time you've been in the Bronx? I've went around. I this, go often. There's like a there's like a park. It's so beautiful. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I forget where it's at. It's like, uh. uh, uh is it Pelham? Oh man, I looked. I was like, they, 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 they fooling people. This is still yeah, the Bronx. Yeah. But but it, I, I didn't think the Bronx would be gentrified. It's stubborn, right? It's definitely stubborn. It's, right. it's probably like one of the slowest moving uh, paces out of any gentrification in the world, right? And, and you live in Puerto Rico now? I have a place in Puerto Rico, and I also stay oh, in... I have a place. Okay, all right, my bad. Yeah. Let's make some noise. That was a floor. You know what's crazy? I recently... Because um, I had too much responsibilities in Puerto Rico at one point, like just, just being out there, trying to make the music. And I just, But I recently just went out there, and I fell back in love with Puerto Rico like this. As soon as you... And what was going on with the Puerto Rico relief? Yeah, the initiative. Yeah. So you and Fat Joe. Yeah. Oh, well, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> it is crazy because there's certain things I, I can't talk about that because we found loopholes. 
in terms of how to get supplies legally into uh, uh, into Puerto Rico. Okay. Legally. All right. But you know the system would change if we if I talked about it and right. they probably put a block. Because there's a lot of political roadblocks to get. Man, this is bullshit. It's all about money. But you know I, I've always felt like number one, if I, I felt like if I was going to contribute to any kind of tax. Uh, uh, environment, I'd rather buy something in Puerto Rico. Started with that. Mm -hmm. I ended up realizing that, okay, well, there's a lot of dysfunction within Puerto Rican history because of colonization. And if there's something that I could do to help people move forward, right. let me do it. But then you have, it's, it's in the line of disasters, you know, hurricanes and all that right. stuff. And, you know, growing up poor and seeing my people struggle, mm -hmm. that, that hit me hard. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I went down there. Red Bull helped me out to uh, go on, you know, get a couple of private planes of supplies mm -hmm. to go down no. there. I was bringing water, right? Food. Yeah, I, I did water filtration systems with an organization called Waves for Water, where we enabled uh, 200,000 people to have access to turning their water into clean water. Right. This is when Trump was throwing the um, paper yes. towels. Yes, yes, yes. And then you know, earthquakes. I mean, we've we've raised a lot of money. We've. Hey, Puerto Rico had farmers. an earthquake too, huh? Puerto Rico had an earthquake too? Yeah, yeah. That was in between Fiona and Maria. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. And that's crazy. Now, here's the wild shit. Right. Yeah, so when you go in, into an earthquake. Where's your Japanese whiskey? We don't see it. I don't know. Where's your Oh, well, yeah, he will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. It, Wait, it, it had an earthquake? Yeah, there's an earthquake. And, and here's the crazy shit. It's like, oh, you could grow up in the hood uh -huh. and feel threatened and get something to protect yourself. Right. But when you're going into a ground zero of an earthquake situation, wow. I don't care how hard you are, mm -hmm. what you've been through, you have no defense. Right. right. And you know you're driving right to ground zero and you gotta make the choice like, all right, well, this is how I die. Right. And the, but the bigger picture is somebody gotta go there. Right. And those are the choices we make when we go into disaster areas. Like, I could die today, and I'm okay with that. And you're saying Puerto Rico was considered a disaster area at that time? Yeah, every time there's yeah, a, all these natural yeah, they're crazy disasters. Yeah. So why, like you That's know, why we're so resilient? Yeah, this is this was crazy, right? We're it's considered American property, colony, colony, colony. Yeah, it, but we have technically Puerto Rico not is a under, state. Technically, Puerto Rico is under military rule. Meaning, meaning it was taken by force. During the Spanish-American War. Right. After the, the Spaniards left in about, like, eight days, the yeah. United States said... Is that why Louisa... too. Louisa yeah. is black pe blacker people than me and Louisa? No, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans were originally black, bro. That's right. Yeah. God damn it, talk that talk. Yeah. Talk that talk, <laughs> Talk that talk, yeah. I mean, you know, uh -huh. it's, you know, Tainos, right. dark skin, Right. You know, and it's, I mean, it's the reason why my hair, when my hair grows, my hair grows into an afro. Right. No product needed. Right. You know? Right. Yes. And, and, but that's, that's in us. So, um, you know, like when, even when people talking about the debate of like Puerto Ricans and hip hop and all no, that, that other you know, stuff. You know, that's where I was going. You know, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, where I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Fat I mean, Joe. Fat Joe has said, um, hold on, let's, let's salute you. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Give me you your flowers, you man. Give me your flowers, motherfucker. Make some noise. Crazy man. That Japanese you and Fat Joe, um, I'm 45. Joe is, I think, a couple years in. I think you're like 10 years. I'm 57. Uh, 57, okay. Yeah. So what's that? Joe's like 12 years, years younger than me. 12 years, 10 okay. Years. Well, I'm 47. So for those that don't know, not only were, you know, 
Puerto Ricans involved with the making of the music and, and the throwing of the jams mm-hmm. when it comes to how people. And got there was a couple of Latinos. There might have been some Cubans but, there too. Yeah, in every <laughs> element of hip hop, like because you know, it's fucked up. Just go for it, bro. Go I just for it. Because I've I, <laughs> kids nowadays think hip hop started with Biggie and Tupac. And what's fucked up is they don't go back in their research. But they'll have on a pair of Jordans where he didn't play 40 years ago. Right. How the fuck you making money off of this and you don't know your history, but you know Jordans? Jordan ain't give not one of us a free pair of shit. But this is our mental colonization, man. Let's just talk and talk, goddammit. Come on, let's talk, let's Look, get to it. You know, when it comes to like people trying to figure out the history or the anniversary date of hip hop, which mm. is mad suspect. Right. That that oh. date, the year is suspect. It's as like fuck. Christmas. Like it, nobody it pretty, really knows it, what Christmas yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's exactly right. like that. And and the thing is that people have gotten so comfortable with a, a, a narrative or the romanticizing of a, t- a particular story or perspective that they're taking that as absolute. Right. But there's enough data out there to cross-reference and be like, well. Geographically, time, uh, it's just impossible for certain things to have happened. Mm. And if you're looking at a flyer and then another person on that same flyer that says, I didn't even know him that year. How am I, how am I on this flyer? This flyer's fake. Mm. So there's doctored flyers to, to make up the history of hip hop? I'm going to say it right now. Fuck yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there is. Wow. But... I do understand that we have to come to, uh, to a consensus where it's like, all right, well, we got to celebrate something at some point, but it, but it just shouldn't be based off of a comfortable lie. Because if you're looking at all the archives that are being acquired by Cornell, Harvard, uh, and all these Columbia. places, when they start cross-referencing, they're going to be like, ooh, that's a lie. That's a lie. This person lived here at this point. He went to that school and all this right. other stuff. And then even on the Puerto Rican and black thing, it's like if you're looking at Disco Mario, this guy, uh, Tex Hollywood, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. and Ku Herc being those absolute first DJs. Right. Look, if you were back down back then, no one would know you're Latino. There would be no right. reason for them to know you're Latino because right. we just lived amongst each yes. other. Yeah. Your problem is yeah. my problem. When yeah. we get pulled by the cops, we're getting pulled together in the Bronx. Right. So right. it doesn't matter whether you're black, Puerto Rican, or whatever. Right. So right. for you, your background is what? I'm black and Puerto Rican. Okay. Yes. So never had no need to say that back then. Right. No, I used to call myself so when a nigga Rican. But... Disco King Mario, black and Puerto Rican. Right. Tax Hollywood, Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. But they look like you. Mm-hmm. And, right. and that's the thing that a lot of people who grow up in areas that are segregated don't understand. In New York, we're stacked up on each other. We, we lock arms with each other. You know, you protesting, I'm protesting with you. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Right. Right. And, and a lot of places aren't unified. It's one like community. I, I heard you say something real, real um, important. You said if you was to take away, I think you said Puerto Ricans. So if you take away Puerto Ricans and hip hop. If you take away Joe Conzo's photos right. that's, okay. in hip hop. Okay. The whole story of hip-hop becomes very difficult to tell because he's the first one, and he's from within the hip-hop community, right. to actually document what he was doing, uh, you right. know, what, just the environment. And he was a little chubby kid. I didn't even know him back then, but right. he just picked up a camera and started documenting. And if, it, if you removed all of Joe Conzo's photos, mm-hmm. everything that we look at as iconic photos from the 70s, they'd be all gone because there's no one else. I think the reason why people even... Uh, dispute this debate is because because they stupid <laughs> because look they either young yeah. stupid divisionists or don't come from our area and don't right. understand how black and Latinos in New York we fucking roll different yeah. man yes. we we're not I'm sorry like to it me wasn't separated. it's my brothers I don't give a yeah. fuck yes. like, I, we've never had to have this discussion right because it, it, it's like yo your beef is my beef let's go but you can see how, like, a person from, uh, like, East Los Angeles. Yeah, Because they're so, they're so segregated, segregated in, in there. And then it's, like, places like Chicago as well, like, where it's nothing but Puerto Rico. Yeah. But still. Still segregated. It's still segregated. Like, yeah. when I go to, to, you know, where they got the flag? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The, the yeah. metal flag? Yeah. I love to go there, but I always remember, like, some of my black friends don't like it. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, but I'll even stay in even, the hotel, even those like, segregated areas will tell you that historically hip hop was the thing to bring everybody together. Yes. Okay. Even yeah. in those areas, it was uh-huh. still happening. All right. Yeah. And, and you know, um, when you're looking at like, look, I went along in the, in the '90s when I started to move around again. I, I went to San Diego, and there was a sister in a gas station. I'm like, yeah, give me whatever. I'm pumped, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me like, where you from? And I'm like, tell me where I'm from. Because you can smell the New York on you, right? Yeah, yeah she okay. goes, I, I say, I'm from New York. She goes, because you don't sound like no Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Yo. I mean, that's what... That's going to have every like, Latino at some no, point. No, then she goes, you black? I'm like, I got that in me, but, uh, you know, uh, Puerto Rican and we mix uh, like that. She and, didn't and, even know what a Puerto Rican was? Or did she? No, she didn't okay. know what a Puerto no, you Rican gonna, was. I don't know what a Cuban was, a Puerto Rican Yeah, was. no, I kid you not. If you pass, pass Virginia sometimes... It changes to, it's still Latinos, but it changes to a different type of Latino. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And, and you know, it's, it's crazy. But you know, Dominicans is everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I was in Switzerland, 
and they had a fucking Dominican restaurant. I said, holy moly guacamole. In Zurich, in Switzerland. And the, the price was crazy, Dominican right? Dominican set up anywhere, bro. I don't even think anybody in there was Dominican. They just had a Dominican restaurant. No, 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 Dominican. I was yeah. just playing around. Hey, you well, know, um, I want, I, before I forget, because mm-hmm. I wanted to just shout out, there's this organization um, called the Elijah Project in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And it's black and Latino owned, and, and you know we're, we're starting a huge initiative in Puerto Rico, uh-huh. uh, as well as areas in the United States where we're going to really reach out to uh, people in different communities of need and deliver furniture, appliances, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And I also have a nice partnership with Amazon where okay. they're giving me budgets to find to source out people in desperate need wow. uh, as a result of disasters. And, and we're just you know no politics, no right. religion involved, just Humanity, like just helping people. So I, helping I just you. want to give them some love. Oh, uh, yeah. Make yeah. Noise for that. Yeah. Give me flowers. Well, give me crazy, flowers. Yeah. we want you to know our show is about giving people their flowers. I had so much fun researching and, you know, getting into your life. And we wanted to personally, face to face, give you your flowers because you deserve it. Oh, shit. You know what I'm hey. There you go. That's yes, it. going right over the bed. That's right. <laughs> Right. Well, let me give you something then. Okay, cool. Let's go. I got something right here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna throw on my glasses because I'm old. So my, <laughs> man, my man, Mayor 139, who's here, he was also in Star Wars. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. I met him earlier. So he is. A, he's the one actually, the person who designed the uh, BET Award as well. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, we haven't gotten it yet. Which we haven't gotten. <laughs> we won so, it. Ain't get it. Ain't get let's it. See if I can open this right. Hopefully this pops off right. This is a little present for the show. Okay. Anything because that comes. I think, comes I think a case I'm the like first B boy to represent B boys and B girls. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. That's right. So cool. to make sure there's always some B boy. Vigo representation, and if you could tell me what I'm missing over here, what am I doing? You can come over here if you want. Yeah. Yeah, come over please, here. Please, please. Yeah. yeah, there's something that's supposed to jump off. Of. But this is the uh, authenticity of it. Wow. wow. I believe that's your music for your show. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, shit. Oh. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Make sure man. it don't wind up like an other award. Yeah, thank you for bringing Mark. Yes, oh, no, no, come you, on. Thank you, it's an honor for us to have Mark. Appreciate that. The diversity of the, yeah. night, of the culture and the language. And Absolutely. Hell yeah. A lot of gems. I'm really Yes, hell oh, he's yeah. an original too, nah, man. Nah, nah, thank yeah. you, brother. Thank he you was very probably much. into hip. I don't know if he was into hip hop before me, but maybe yeah. around the same time. No, then we didn't even call it hip hop until like '82. And, and a lot of people don't understand. Can we just get into that? Yeah, so, so in, in 82... So how was Hip Hop 50 then? Because you're saying it's blended. Is it? Is it? <laughs> you just it said it's it? 50 because, you know, some of the elders don't want to stir the waters. And I get it. But in 50 years from now, when we're all dead, what? some person's going to cross-reference cross, cross reference and be like, this is wrong, this is off. So, you're, is so you're saying Hip Hop... 82, so what year? Put it this way, I'm gonna put it this way. Okay. The people on that, that first flyer, and a lot of people gonna be really upset with me for this. Oh, man. There are certain people <laughs> on that flyer who said, I didn't even know Koo Herc on th- that day. I didn't meet Koo Herc until two years later. And that flyer only showed up <laughs> 10 years ago. And what flyer is this? So for- the well, famous flyer that's posted. It's every- supposed to be the first yeah. jam. Okay. Now, now, whose name is on this jam? DJ Clark Kent, the original Clark Kent. Okay. Uh, Timmy something, I forgot his name. Um, cool Herc, 
But Clark Kent didn't know Kool Herc until two years later, based on mm. what he said. Mm. He met him in 75. And, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, you know, a lot of people think Kool Herc started breakbeats. No, it was a dude named... Wait, come on, man. Stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. Okay. I, I'll get to the good shit. Okay, okay. Uh, a, a guy named John Brown. That was his name. He used to DJ at a club, and Kool Herc went there. And I, I have Kool Herc's first interview. Mm -hmm. So I, I got the data. Right. I got the receipts. Uh -huh. So in there, he says he saw this dude named John Brown spin at this club in the Bronx, and then he was inspired. Uh -huh. Now, the thing is that, yeah, he inspired Herc, but Herc inspired the other people who really elevated and evolved everything in, into a different lane. Right. So I'm, I would never take anything away from Kool Herc's contribution, but I'm not going to embellish it. Right. Uh, and, and even without the embellishment, he's still cream of the crop when right. it comes to the music. So, because that's the one thing I feel like everyone in hip hop kind of agrees with that Cool Herc is the father. Not but the he golf. wasn't called the father of hip hop until Bambada told everyone to stop calling himself the father of hip hop. He told people, yo, don't Calling call me Bambada? Right. I mean, we all used to call Bambada the father of hip hop. But why is that? If because Bambada is the one who corralled the streets, the hoods, and, and the, the black spades and bringing out all this. Well, stuff. I mean, just in terms of, like, you know, if you if you threw a, a, a Zulu Nation jam, you'll see Cold Chris performing. You'll see Treacherous 3, Soul Sonic Force. So Bam was bringing everyone together. Bam, you know, also celebrated the B-Boys and the graffiti Like, writers. he made the elements come together to become he, a culture. He didn't curate it like that, but everything was treated as one family. Right. You know, and... In, in, in the early 90s, Bam was like, yo, stop, you know, don't call me the father of hip-hop. But he was inspired by Herc as a DJ. Right. So he wanted, because he was inspired by Herc, he wanted to give Herc, Herc the ultimate hip-hop thing, which is not fair because if you start taking apart the elements, graffiti, DJ, and breaking them scene, okay, who is his, his peers in each one that are going to say the exact same thing about him being the father of every element? Right. It's not going to happen. This is it's deep. impossible. I, but feel that's, like, I feel like we're talking about Socrates. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, we are. <laughs> this is, no, yeah. and, and the thing is, is that when you're looking at people like um, Grandmaster Kaz, Melly Mel, uh, and, and different writers like Lee Quinones, Futura 2000, uh, Phase 2, uh -huh. those dudes are like the cool hurts of their own element of right. hip-hop. Right, So when you say Cool Herc is the father of hip-hop, that diminishes the role of every leader from every other element of hip-hop. But no, I have, I've never really heard no one else say what you just said just now. Because they all don't they, like to all stir they the words. Because I talk shit. You know? I, you know, honestly, so I... You're saying they're saying it, but they're not saying they it. They know it. I look, I've... Okay. I went to a meeting, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to throw any names out, because I love my brothers, man. Mm -hmm. But I went to a meeting where we were going to address... You cool. are a That's okay. Yeah, but have another drink. But, but, but... I'm still a leader. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. So... There was a meeting where someone was sent to, uh, as Cool Herc's uh, representative, and the question got to the point where, okay, did Cool Herc create hip-hop? And this is someone that's Cool Herc's peer. And he was like, no. But am I going to say that in public? No. And then he rightfully said, because your motherfuckers are the ones who started calling him the father. You know, but we were told that by Bambada. So we didn't know better. You know, and, and even with that, it still doesn't take down Cool Herc and his influence, uh, uh, his impact on, on 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 the community that he served. You know, it's just that there are more pieces to the puzzle. Look, I could easily sit here and say, "Yo, I saved breaking two times." Right. You know, but 
How can I do that without competition? Right. Who, you, who am I battling to have saved it? Right. Who's, number, who's the number one record you know, right. if there's no number two? Right. So I got to give credit to New York City Breakers and mm. Dynamic Rockers and mm. all the crews that, that I came up with, like from the Bronx Rockwell Association, the Bronx Boys, Star Child of Rock, all these crews that will never get mm. the attention because they never moved forward after that point. Right. But, but, but I'm still going to recognize them. Let, right. Let's get some clarity on what you're saying, because you're saying Herc for the music. Yes. So are you saying that before that, obviously, the graffiti artist and, and the dancers, that was already happening? It, it was. I would say it was a genesis. Because people say that Kirk came from Jamaica. Yep. And he was, that's like kind of how... Bringing the turntables like, together. Bringing the turntables that's together. a nice story. Right. <laughs> Oh my God! It's a company. No, no, no. If you're talking, if you're talking, oh my God! No, 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 here's the thing. If you're talking sound systems and where he comes from and that coming from there, that, right? Yes, but was that already in New York? Which I've seen this argument Which, a lot, a lot. So I'll give you the data. Right. There's okay. a dude named uh, Cool DJ D, uh -huh. who was already in the parks. Cool DJ D was getting a, a new sound system. He sold his old sound system to Cool Herc. That's when Cool Herc came into the parks. The sound system that Cool Herc talks about what that he got from his father was a house system. That's why he could do the community centers. You couldn't bring that system out into the parks. It's going to be like bringing a little box. Right. So Cool DJ D was that dude who was, he was already in parks. Mario was in the parks. There was a lot of people who were in the parks, some people doing disco. And, and it wasn't as, I would say, curated in terms of music the way Cool Herc did. Because Cool Herc is the one who curated that hip-hop sound right. without a doubt and you and that but I mean, not specific to the breaks you're saying yes specific no, to the no, breaks. no but if, the way the party was being done from cool herc's perspective on changed it but his inspiration came from this different people and his sound system came from someone else as well so that meant that he wasn't the first in the parks right but even with that he doesn't he was still the first major influence on the larger body of people and that is fucking amazing. Right. And, and I can have my differences with the timelines and the inconsistent stories, mm -hmm. but I will never take away his flowers right. because he deserves those. They just don't need Absolutely. to be embellished. Right. right. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring you guys down. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, it's like I, I believe that's the first time I heard that. It's the first like, time for me as well. Like, even if I did hear it. Except it was, the part of the, of the turntables. Because I feel like the same way that people have been trying to take away the, the Puerto Rican Latino side of it, they've also been trying to take away the Jamaican influence on it. Right. So I feel like there's that argument going on. But here's already. the thing. I don't, I don't, and I, was, I wasn't there a couple of years before I started, so I don't know if Cool Herc was playing Jamaican music, but the only person I knew that was playing reggae was Bambada. He was playing Yellow Man. Oh, God, I, I can't even think of all, all the artists right now, but... Bambada was the one who turned us on in hip hop to, to what would be considered rock steady. Right. You know, that style of, of reggae. Right. Holy shit, man. This, 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 I mean, this. the tapes are there. You can right. hear them. And that's, that's, and that's the good thing is that these tapes exist. Thankfully, Tape Master, rest in peace, he just passed away. And that's another brother. Uh -huh. We wouldn't have those musical references if Tape Master wasn't making those tapes back then. Did DJs do that sometimes? Yeah. But if there was a first industry, hip-hop music industry, Tape Master was the dude. Mm. He was the first, I would say, mixtape king. Yeah, absolutely.
So I heard you say that in your day, you would battle to get your name. But then now it's like in, in order for a person to secure their name, they don't battle. No, 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 no. What I said was, mm-hmm. in, or, in back in the days, in, if you you had to battle to protect your rep. Mm. Oh, okay. These days, people avoid battles to protect their rep. Right. Right. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, if I heard you was like B boy whoever, and you live like twenty blocks away, I'm like fourteen. I'm rolling up on your block, like yo, you EFN? I don't know what you look like. Right. You EFN? Yeah, I ain't have Instagram back then. Yo, you, uh, uh, you break a word? <laughs> you want to battle? We battle right there on the concrete, or we go find a hallway, something like that. Right. right. But that's what it was. I mean, everyone put their reps on the line. I mean, look, look at if you look at this dude, Gabriel Rosado, the boxer. Okay. His his warrior status in the game, even when he doesn't win, I mean, he, he's still held in high regards. Right. Because he's a fucking warrior. He puts his name on the line. And, and even after he fights, his name is very well protected no matter what the outcome. Right. And that, that's what hip-hop was built off of. And... It's all we had, bro. Right. We were poor. Right. You know, the only thing you had was just like, you know, some props. You know, maybe mm. you meet some girls, something like mm. that. And that mm. was it. Jesus. What was it? Was it? Oh, no, no, no. The money came from stick ups. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It's a street culture from the get. Yeah, because drug dealers were, were, were like backyard, right? Or ah, uh, no, 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 no. We no, we didn't do it like that. Um, okay. it, it was just like, and I'm not gonna come in here like I was like the main dude in the streets or anything right. like that. Right. You know, we we you dance, you practice, you get hungry. They said you like you was the only you one like avoided jail a little bit. Huh? Everyone else went to jail, and you was like the only one that like. Should I have been in jail? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Multiple times, but I don't talk. Right. And, and that's just it. Like, I beat a case where I was ready to take the charge. You know, mm. I, I told my man just stand back. I'm taking everything. Mm. And, and I beat the case. So, you know, I bullshitted my way through that too. Mm. So, uh, hold on. Say no more. Oh no no no! I got one more before quick time. Um. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so you invented the windmill, but yeah. you, you originally called it the backspin? The continue, uh, no, so there's two versions. There's just the backspin where you spin really fast, okay, which I called the whip backspin, and then the windmill, which was originally called the continuous backspin. When you, with the open legs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that was all, I did that on like Cortona Avenue Cortona in the Bronx. Avenue. Uh, in a hallway, just Originally you were trying not to fall or something. I was trying not to hit, my, you know, those two doorways. <laughs> Slim hallway, tenement building. This is fucking amazing. I, I, and I want, I, I over rotated and, and uh, I, I just was trying not to, you know, for the fast one, I tried not to hit the walls with my feet. Right. So I balled up and centrifugal force right. whipped me around and I, I started spinning real fast. Right. But wow. I did that when I was maybe 13. Right. And, 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 and that was originally called the backspin. That was, a, yeah, the backspin, the whip backspin, because your leg whips around and forces you to spin fast. So when did it become the mem- The oh. windmill, uh, probably around uh, maybe within that same year. Uh, I actually called it the continuous, but since we were, after a while, we were already traveling uh-huh. years later, and people didn't know the names of these moves because right. more people were starting to break again. Mm-hmm. So names changed because people don't know. Right. We're not hanging out with every crew. Right. We only hung out with our own crew. Right. And at that point, I had I was a uh, rock steady crew, like 500 deep, right. but it was... Stick up kids, DJs, B-boys, DJs, MCs, hangout crew. Right. 
writers, all that stuff. We wrote thick, man. Do you realize that that's a rite of passage? Like, if anybody's a dancer, if anybody really wants to take themselves real, it's like, I think you gotta learn, I gotta know the windmill. I'm just being honest. Any b-boy has to. No, 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 I'm saying dancing overall. B-boying, oh, shit. But dancing overall, it's like, you have to know the windmill, the moon, yeah, the it's moon a foundational walk, move. The moonwalk, and it's like one other dance. So, so the, there's, what, out of the three dances, pop and lock and break and, mm. you know, um, and then, I mean, some people in the New York side call electric boogie, mm -hmm. which is a, a wrong version of popping and locking mixed together. Right. It's like mixing salsa and merengue together. I like it. I <laughs> so like people, it. <laughs> people call it, no, but I mean mixing the dance steps, mm -hmm. which is two different rhythms. Two different rhythms. Yeah, 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 so you can't do that. So a lot of people don't know the history, don't know that popping and locking are two different dances the same right. way salsa, mambo and, and merengue. Right, right. Popping so, and locking, pops, two different things. Two, yeah, so one's popping, one's locking. Right. And how do those two relate to what you guys were doing? Uh, that, that's West Coast stuff, and... The robot, that's West Coast stuff, right? Yeah, robot, pop and lock. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, that robot. was uh, the Electric Boogaloos and the Lockers right. would be were the ones who were on Soul Train. Right. And we on the East Coast used to watch Soul Train, and a lot of people try to show up in a club. A lot of the girls back then right. would try to do a lot of the moves from Soul Train. Right. Just for, like, like the social dance aspect yeah. of it. Right. You know what's funny? I was watching, right, and... Because I, obviously, I'm, I'm a little younger, so I don't remember ever anybody not ever being a, a, a break-in on anything but a cardboard. We started that. I, I know. I got, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got your story. I got your story. But this is a part that I'm watching, uh, and you said that you were doing it at first on the rubber mats under yep. the swing. Yep. So when I was saying that, I was on the phone with somebody. I was like, yo, he just said that he started doing this shit on the rubber mats. And I'm realizing I'm speaking to a, a, my friend from the West Coast. He can't relate at all. He's like rubber mats. I'm like, you guys uh, never had swings? Uh, and he's like, <laughs> it was sand or dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know on the I West mean, Coast. I mean, out here down south. They had sand. I, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, and I was a kid in L.A. too. That's what's funny. Like, we I'm, had the I'm least protective to, surface. Yeah, I'm listening, <laughs> I'm listening to a West Coast guy. I'm listening to a South guy. I'm like, yo, I just heard Crazy Legs say, that if they wasn't on concrete, the safest thing they was to do was on the rubber mats. Yep. And both of them was like, what rubber mats? And I'm like, <laughs> y'all didn't have rubber mats? And they're like, by the swings? By the park? Y'all didn't have rubber mats? No one, this is a New York City thing. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought the whole world had fucking rubber mats. Nah. Yeah. So, but describe to people, because I also heard you say that you actually used to do it raw on the on a on a on a cement. On a yeah, we we started breaking on concrete, definitely. How was we were bloody blisters? We were, we were bloody b boys. Blisters. Y'all look like y'all was lifting cement bricks moves, all day. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes. Since okay. the moves were new and not mastered yet, we'd have scrapes on our on our lower back. Yes, right. Heard you say that. So yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of blood at the beginning of breaking. Wow. Yeah. So who's okay? Whose idea was like, yo, let's go get the cardboard? So, on 98th Street in Amsterdam in New York, there's a, a, a park there which is now known as Rocksteady Hold Park. Hold on, but which is brilliant, by the way. They fucking went and got cardboard. I, 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 let me, I don't, let me, and let me. I don't know who was the first one to do it. It's one of okay. my guys. So okay, there's right next to the park. There used to be an appliance store. So mm -hmm. in between the park and the appliance store was an alley where they would put all their Trash, trash, cardboard, yes. 
And then next door to that was a 99 cent store. So we right. would go there, steal, steal tape, and then we'd go <laughs> take, climb over the fence, right. pull cardboard, because right. we wanted to keep our gear fresh. Right. Oh, I mean, so that's what the cardboard was for. Yeah, yeah. It was to not fuck up your gear, not yeah, to and be so we safe. Could spin. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. So we wanted to stay fresh. I mean, we didn't have much clothing to really just jump. Right. Be like, yo, Fuck I got up. my practice clothes and right. you know right. my hangout clothes. So we would just set up and and do that. And, and uh, I'll send you some images if you need it for the show. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. no. I ain't gonna lie, like me being from New York City, it's like. That's a proud moment for us, like mm -hmm. to see people come together. Like I didn't even know what we were doing. Like I would go to, cause you know I'm from Left Rack City, so I would go to USA Skating Ring. But I know you got a, I got a story about that. I would go up there, and the, it was like I didn't know it was a cool club, at least at that time. And the people who wouldn't be able to get in there to go skating or whatever, they would stay outside with the car boys. But these was like the guys like that means they didn't have like. Six dollars or three dollars. Yeah, they, or they ain't had no juice. Either <laughs> yeah, or, either yeah. or. They like, like, they, and I would sit out. Baby J was a DJ. Mmm. So, so, I would, uh, you know, go there, and, and but I didn't know that was like a technique. I didn't really know. Like, I didn't know. Like, I, I just would see this, and this would be something like, like I said, I'm, I'm 45 years old, so hip hop is older than me. I, I have that in the rhyme. Hip hop is older than me. I listen to it in my stroller because I don't remember. Yeah. I can't remember where hip-hop didn't exist. Right. You're old enough to remember the time. Yeah. I, 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 and it's funny, because, uh, like, as much as people call me a pioneer, like, mm -hmm. and the, people try to separate generation, this generation, that generation, and still don't fucking know the definition <laughs> of a generation, right. you know? Right. But, you know, I started in 77. So right. if in my, in the way I look at history, I would say hip-hop started in 75. Okay, you from know, your perspective. Because so most of the people um, who can collaborate, uh, what's the name, what's the word? Uh, corroborate. Corroborate, right, right, Stories, corroborate. most of the stories are 75. Okay. You don't, so you're saying so hip-hop is 47, and we just rounded it off to the nearest 10. I think so. I think, okay. but I think that's still fair. That's still hip-hop, though. Yeah, yeah. Rounding yeah, it off yeah. is still hip-hop. I mean, that's some hip-hop I thought you, th you would have thought it was older. You think it's younger. Though. I think it's younger by two years. Okay. Yeah. But I'm cool with settling, but I'm also uh, understanding that somebody's going to change that shit in the future when we're not around. All right. right. And no emotions are involved. All right. right, right. You know, they're just looking at times... And, and, and data and location right. and possibilities. Right. But, uh, um, yeah, so if I, I started in 77, and, and when people say, like, oh, Latinos weren't there, I'm like, all right, well, how long did it take to create before we got in? My brother was the first person I saw breaking right. with DJ Africa Islam. Right. I was in 76. My Africa brother was, Islam. My brother was yeah. a member of the organization which became Zulu Nation. Wow. So this is before it was Mighty Zulu Nation. Right. So it's like when they're talking about Latinos weren't there, I'm like, my brother was a card-carrying member right. of the organization. Right. So, and then Disco Mario, like, Cool Herc's peers, if you're talking about those three being the main three, right. two out of three are Latino. I know, I think I kind of asked this earlier, but why do you think they're trying to take that out? I, I think they don't, un, I think, uh, they don't understand. Like, like, from my perspective, everyone in here mm. is my brother. Right. And, and, and right. from a New York perspective, that's how we rock. And if right. you grow up in those areas that have you living in different communities, right. it's going to be different for them. 
Right. And, and a lot of those different communities, if you have a Latin community here and they're not associated with, associating with anything hip-hop, there's probably going to be a lot of Latin music there. Right. You know? But at the same time, we have our own struggles within the Latino community because if we're not into salsa, if right. you don't do a song and you don't drop Spanish in it, right. that dark, die-hard Latino community isn't going to really see you as theirs anyway. Right. Trust you probably me. got Trust more props for dropping Spanish. Right. Well, that's oh, why you, I left originally. Yeah. Yes, yes. Trust me, I remember. at t connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. It changed the game, <laughs> yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it changed yeah, the game. So, yeah. But I think a lot of people uh, have a hard time because when you do look at those early images and there are dark-skinned brothers there mm. and you don't know they're Puerto Rican also because right. we didn't have to talk about it. Right. And you don't, then, you don't see they tell. And then, check this shit yeah. out. Then there are people who are Latino that didn't know they were Latino. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Grammy makes a DST. Uh. First person to win a Grammy in hip hop because of the, the, the uh, what he did with Herbie Hancock on Rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He found out three years ago, he calls me up like, your legs, we got to go to Puerto Rico. I'm like, what? Yo, <laughs> found out I'm a love child. My father's from Ponce, Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. So that means... Make some noise for Puerto Rico. So, yeah. Make some noise for Puerto Rico. So that means... The Park. first person to win a Grammy in hip hop is black and Puerto Rican. God damn, make some noise for me, god damn. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm black and Puerto Rican. All right, hold on, I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick. Y'all can keep going. Yeah. Y'all keep going. Okay. Yeah, if you gotta use the bathroom, you just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use the same glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go. I'm gonna use it too. Take it. Baby, get up.
normally bourbon. tequila, scotch, bourbon. Yo, no, that, that now that's some real drinking shit right there. I gotta salute my hat to you. All right, are we doing quick time or slime, right? Yo, let's go. All right, cool. Oh, I, let me I'm pour, set it off. your shots light. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair warning, fair warning. Yeah. Thank, thankfully, I'm in walking distance to yes. my room. Yes. Uh, you uh, oh, you wanna go? Want me to go first? Go ahead. All right. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna pick with this one. The rules. Oh, no, no. Um, did you explain them the rules? Ah, uh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna man. give you. I'm worried about the slime part. <laughs> right. Two choices. Uh -huh. Two choices. Uh -huh. Yep. You pick one, and nobody drinks. You say both or neither, and we're drinking. All of us are drinking. Okay. Right. That's it. So if, if you're you politically one, correct yeah. and you say neither or both, then we drink with you. And we drink with you. We don't leave you out there by yourself. We yeah. drink with you. Okay. We, we walk away fucked up too. Yes. So you're saying politically correct? When you say don't both. Don't work. Uh, like, for, like, for instance, right now, Fat Five Freddy or Ralph McDaniels? Ralph McDaniels. Okay. Okay. You don't have to give an explanation if you don't want to. Or but if you want to, oh, you can. Ralph McDaniels? Oh, man. <laughs> He's, he's... We need both on drink chance, by I mean, the way. We have yeah, that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Ralph McDaniels, I mean, he's one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in hip-hop. Yes. You know, he's a yes. beautiful soul. He He's authentic hip-hop, even though he his platform has been for rap music. He, he is well aware and supports everything. Mm. Good enough for me. Yo, MTV Raps... Or video music. I mean, box. based on his previous answer. Yeah. Yeah, video music. Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Colombian guy who wrote that. <laughs> you got it? You want me? Yeah, you got it. You got. Beat Street or Breaking 2? Beat Street. Okay. All right, we really want to say Wild Style. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. A crush, crush group, group or Wild, or wild style? style? Wild Style all day. Really? Yeah. Explain. Um, it was more. It was, it was authentic. It was raw, man. It was authentic, and, and you know, those storylines of the. Oh no, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm, I'm confusing it with breaking. My bad. Oh, there's a wild style. I think that I think uh, Wild Style is the genesis for real hip hop movies, mm. even right. before Beach Street or anything, anything else. Because everyone, Wild Style is the first movie to select all of its. Um, cast based on actual legitimacy in the game. There were no record labels involved. So you were in there because you were actually dope. And if you weren't in there, there was probably like some paperwork issues. But everyone there was at the top of their game. There was no politics. And it seemed almost like a reality show so shot so raw. Yeah. That should have been love and hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay. You got 80s or 90s hip hop? Take a shot. Take a shot. Okay. <laughs> I get um Ciroc. Ooh, but I, I'll tell you why. Okay. Go ahead. Well, let's take the shot first, and then go. Yeah. yeah take the shot. Then that's why. <laughs> Come on. Mm. Oh, this is not my. Eighties is my formative years as as a teenager. Right. So that's like the soundtrack of your life. Right. That's the shit. Your first girlfriend. You graduated. That's when you went to junior high school oh. in Manhattan. Uh, no, I went to, uh, yeah, I went to junior high school in Manhattan, and that's where I got my name, Crazy Legs, uh -huh. at. A girl. In Inwood. She said, you got some crazy yeah, yeah, legs. Yeah. In uh -huh. junior high school, 52. And, uh, and then... That's how she said it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got yeah. some crazy <laughs> legs. Arlene Rosario was in there. <laughs> so, on, 90s, I I've been like... you for like a month, just so you know. I've just nah, been, I've been you. Yeah, yeah. Your research <laughs> is incredible. You, you're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, 90s, for me, 
in my mind, is like the jazz era of hip hop, mm. which is quote unquote the golden era is called. Well, eighty late eighties is golden era. Well, I mean, I think it's late eighties going into mid nineties. Yeah, that would I, be I the golden era. I need to know what you mean by jazz. By jazz, meaning you had talking you, all that jazz. No, no, no. So when you look at Nas and you look at Pete, no, Pete's more little. Uh, yeah. You talk about Nas. We talk about nineties. We talk about Nas. It's the lyrical Nas. era. Tang, yeah. The production. Mob D. Yeah. Like yeah. everything, and, and 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 the lyrical content, yeah, was there was so much diversity from, you know, from fight the power to fucking to the Daisy Age, right? You know, right. So I, I like that diversity there. I felt like hip that was uh, hip hop's best voice in mm. terms of diversity, right? Yeah, I, the 80s, I agree. Nineties, nineties, fuck the police. Yeah, in terms of style, yeah, you because you had but, political, you had love, you had everything, whatever. Yeah, Rikers Island out there, they talking about oh, shit. We on point, all right. This is me. All right, all right, cool. You got the next one. E. MC Light or Queen Latifah? Ooh. Take the shot for all females across the world. Yes, yes, yes. You don't want to pick. You don't want to pick. Yeah. Trust me. We need, and we need both those both, queens both, on both drink females. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. mm. Okay. I would say. Oh, you're still picking out of there? Yeah, that's a tough one. I thought we drank. Yeah, yeah, we drank. Yeah, we drank. I don't know. I'd rather not pick, so yeah, we yeah, we're in the clear. You drink. That's a toss-up. You, you don't have to. You don't have to you don't I think have that's to. a toss-up. Okay, you go to the, the next one. We didn't pick for you. We yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we drank for you. Yeah. Because we don't want you to do that. Okay. Because <laughs> they might both call you and say, what the fuck? No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Are we going uh, windmill or headspin? Windmill. Damn, I'm about to get shot for that. Cause that's hard. I, I know the dude that's made the windmill. That's crazy. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm using you as bragging rights. So like, anybody ever say I'm not hip hop? I'm like, I know the nigga that made the windmill. Or <laughs> 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 the, the, the next one originally was mad when we were putting this in the list. I didn't think they matched up. But have you seen the mashup they've been doing with these guys? Wu Tang or NWA? Wu Tang. They've been mashing up. Wu Tang with, with NWA with Wu Tang beats, I think, right? Amazing. Wait, it's amazing. It's, it's, but it's crazy because we've been asking this question for the past couple months. We, we make it all happen. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm going Wu Tang all day. Because is that is that because it's a regional thing? Yeah, I'm fucking straight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I, I like NWA though. I, I really appreciate them. But I mean, you look. I'm, I'm also looking at the decades of body of work. Right. You know. My thing is. Um, I'm also an East Coaster, so I go with, with Wu-Tang. But one thing I, I, I always give uh, to NWA, if you never went to California before and you heard that first album, you were, they brung you to California. Because we just didn't know. I mean, I'm like, again, I'm younger. Like, I didn't know. I thought California was surfboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California. Trees, hey, remember, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know these motherfuckers said, fuck the police. Like, it's a brother that'll say, you had a young already. You already had Ice T. <laughs> no, no, no. NWA came first. No, no. Ice T didn't come out of NWA. Ice T came up before NWA. I met him. I met Yeah, yeah I'm going to tell you what I met. I met Ice T. Yes. They didn't say that in the movie. No, check this out. Ice T came out first. I met Ice T before we went on. And he was a dancer, wasn't he, too? Yes. No, but. No, 6 a.m. You said Ice T. Ice T. Yeah. I thought you said Ice Cube. Oh, oh bro, Ice no, 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 no. That's what I. That's I'm what I'm talking about. Ice, you T, ice but T. But Ice T was already talking about. Yeah, yeah. That didn't get to me. That got to me King later. King T might have came out too, but I think before. Ooh. Colors, yes, King T. But 
I'm just saying, I get it wasn't NWA for you, like how it reached for me because I, 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 now I'm like getting older. Because I'm LA Miami. Like, so I, this I, is like my, I told you, like I told you, I must have heard Rikers Island first because when I heard um, Straight Out of Compton, I thought Compton was a jail. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the <laughs> That's jail. Because you were young. Yeah, I was scared. Young, young, yeah. was like, oh yeah. shit. And, and I, I'm thinking like. Like how people talked about Rikers Island at that time, like yeah. you know, um, you know what I mean. Seventy four. So, but getting back to my point, yes, I did hear Ice T. I wasn't old enough to decipher what he said. I did hear King T. But N.W.A. I was old enough to say I don't want to go there. Yeah, their impact because, is and I didn't get to see their videos. All I got to hear was their vocals, their lyrics. So it 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 gave me imagination. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's, like it's like reading a book. You ever read a book where wherever this book is at, you're there? Mm-hmm. That's how NWA was. I That's think, how graphic they were. I think NWA, honestly, from my perspective, yes. my opinion, NWA was brought an emotion that hip hop didn't have before that. I felt like yes. when I heard, I had you heard all kinds of rap artists. It was artists more like the action. Like Melly Mel was the was the message, and but NWA. Uh, you uh, felt that P. anger. You felt that, that was, intimidation that with uprising. NWA. Like, like he's, and then like, P. Yeah, and hand in hand PE. Yeah. But but you felt like this intimidation and anger for an NWA that you hadn't felt in in, in rap music yeah. up to that point. Yeah. And I felt that that changed that everything. Shit poked the bear. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, do we take a shot for this or no? Because he, he picked Wu Tang. Let's take a shot. Let's take a shot just for <laughs> NWA and Wu Tang. Salute. Huh? Yeah, we, we just speak. We just, we oh, I meant, I meant yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank right, you, right you, before Sonny. we were going on the Wild Style tour. Let's um, make some noise. That's how far back. Let's just make some noise with him flossing us. Telling us <laughs> he was on the Wild Style fucking so, Holy shit. I go to, yeah, me, I'm going to tell you what me, first of all, me and Islam did some wild shit. Africa Islam? Yeah. Africa is so Africa was, was the, the first DJ for Rocksteady as well. Okay. And he's a, an original B-boy. But, you know, we were all wilding back then. So I go to meet up with Africa Islam because we're like, all right, we're gonna get a we're gonna buy an eight ball. And you guys were wilding. <laughs> oh no, this is only to sell on the plane. Oh uh, yeah. You guys were <laughs> hustling on the plane. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, back then, right. yeah. I remember <laughs> cigarettes and planes. I, I don't know if I heard this correct. Dude, Did was... you just say you had the boy out eight ball to sell? Slang it on the plane. On the plane. Yeah, it's 30 people from the hood going on tour. Nobody got access to anything. Oh Me and Islam wild boys. were probably the first hip-hop smugglers. Right. You know, By the way, his and, name and, is Africa Islam. Yeah, I respect you, brother. The righteous dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to, he used to come out here to Zulu yeah. Winwood. We used to yeah. come out here with DJ Raw and them. Yeah. So when I went to go pick him up to go on tour, Ice T was staying at his place. Mm. So they he already Ice T was already connecting with the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we ended up buying like an ounce of weed and an eight ball, and then uh, we're on the plane, and, and then all of a sudden, my man, you know. People are smelling weed on the plane. Y'all smoked weed on the plane? Don't tell me y'all smoked weed yeah. on the plane. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. In the, in, in the back, you just... I weed. mean, this is a time that cigarettes... Yeah, so you smoke weed, you know, stick your head didn't even by know the what toilet. Smell like yet. The suction right. we thought worked. Right. And, and, and then the, our manager's like, I don't know what kind of drugs you guys got on you, but... You guys better do all of them because by the time we get to Japan, <laughs> the police are waiting for you. Well, this is on the way to Japan? There. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and yeah. you know yeah. Japan yeah. don't play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About no drugs. No drugs. You get canceled for weed in Japan. Oh, yeah. Right. Japan so, yeah. So, you know, we're doing that. And, you know, the only I think the only sober one was like Bambada. 
Wow. You know, everyone's on like acid and blow and weed and and now we gotta do we gotta consume everything now. This sounds like a great flight, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. The 80s was crazy. <laughs> that was the original. <laughs> so yo, yo, that was the original. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to sit here and be like, oh, no. Nah. And then I'm sitting here like, this sounds oh, great. The whole back <laughs> of the plane was a cloud of smoke. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. And, oh. and, and the drinks were free back then? Yep. Oh. I mean, I, I was always, a kid. I, I always go on like, every <laughs> plane now, and then I look at it, and I see this leftover ashtray in there. Like, it's a tiny bit of a, a ass. Like, this was used once. <laughs> you know what I mean? All oh, a couple of times. You, you never flew on a plane where they were smoking, right? Yeah. Really? Pan Am, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Pan LA Am. to Miami. Those were my flights. Yeah, we were, we were on Japan Airlines. That's what it was. Japanese. Yeah. Japanese on Japan Airlines. And, and you know, I, got, I actually have, all, I have a whole bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes photos from all those trips that have never been public. Oh, man. So we're gonna we're gonna do a. We're, we're, I'm talking to this dude Jeremy Beaver from the uh, National Museum of Hip Hop in DC, and we're gonna set up a a, a tour of those photos. Oh, did y'all? Here's the, the the national question: Did y'all do drugs in Japan when y'all landed? We found weed. I have found a, weed. We found weed because I got a picture of Grandmaster Kaz holding a bag of weed. Grandmaster Cass was smoking even back then. Uh, huh? Yeah. That's what yeah. you know about Grandmaster Cass. <laughs> he came here, he smoked his whole episode, his whole episode, whole three hours. He smoked every run. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. What's yeah. up? Oh, you smoke? I didn't know you yeah. smoke. Oh, okay. Shit. We, Everybody thinks you know we got joints. We'll give you some joints. <laughs> I got this, this. Yeah, give him one of those. Give him one of those. This is what the dog. Yeah, please. I don't oh, smoke I as much as Cass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. Yo, so, oh, then now I got to ask you this before we go to Quick Time of Slime. Before finish. we go, we in it. Before we finish it. <laughs> Hold on, let me ask you. Okay, hey, let me get one of those, too. Oh, I got one, I got one, I got one. No, no, no. Give him a lighter, give him a lighter if you got one. Thank you. This is an old school question because all of y'all started with Easy Wilders. <laughs> what was the Easy year? Easy Bamboo, Big Bamboo. Yeah, Big Bamboo, my bad, my bad. Big Bamboo and Easy Wilders, right? When did it transition from... Joints to, to God damn it, I, I respect you guys. Man, all right, now. you brought it. Yes, yes. When did it go from papers to joints? Well, the papers were joints back then. Mm. You mean from papers to blunts? Papers with blunts. That's what I mean. Uh, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I, you I knew think, what I meant. Then that was with white owls. White owls. Yeah. Leather. That's like smoking that, leather. That's yeah. definitely. That had to be easy early '80s. Not mm. closer to. Uh, Shit, man, like 83. 83. 83. Okay. Around that. Mm hmm Yeah. I used to get shit for free all the time, so I don't know all the time. So you said White Owls came before Philly Blunt, or was it Philly Blunt, White Owl, then Dutch Masters? I think White, White Owls. Owls first. White, White Owls. Owls. Yeah. Philly Blunt was Optimals is like... And then everybody no. would walk around with Tipperillos Ooh. just to be cool. Okay, Tipperillos. I remember that. Okay, let's finish quick time. Come on, let's slime. go back. Go ahead. Dougie Fresh or Biz Marquis? You can take a shot. You ain't. Biz is my dude, man. I love that brother, man. So Biz, Biz let's do a shot for him. Anyway. Yeah, let's do a shot for him anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like that he picked, but still took a shot. I mean, yeah. Biz okay. became a very good friend of mine. Right. And I and I hooked him up with a bunch of archives. Uh, we were doing a trade, and I found out that he was doing trades with everyone, but not trading. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that mean I don't that he was getting archives from everybody. Your right. legs. 
I need that Soul Sonic Force records? tape. Records or tapes? No, mixtapes from oh, back tapes. in the day. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, Biz was getting everyone's archives of dupes. <laughs> and, and, never, okay and, never, <laughs> and never hooked up anyone else. You didn't get the white um, cover? But that was the my boards. dude. All right, let's go to yeah, yeah, yeah. Buster Rhymes or Eminem. Ooh. Bust of Rhymes. Okay. Radio or podcasting? Podcast. Goddamn, make some noise. I'll take a shot for that. I'm taking a shot for that. You can say whatever the fuck you want to over here. <laughs> I'll take a drink <laughs> yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. DMX or Tupac? Woo. DMX. Seemed like you want to say something about that. I, I was never into Tupac, and I know people don't, don't agree with me, but... You know, just wasn't my thing. DMX reminds me of that New York street shit. And I relate to that New York street shit the most. Right. And, and, and you know, whatever. You ever got to meet Tupac? I met him once. Same, at a USA uh, nightclub in, in Times Square. Mm, mm. And then we had a fight. <laughs> There's a big fight in the club after that with me and my boys. Not you and Tupac. No, no, no. Oh, no. I okay. met him. Then I went downstairs and got into a fight against Mop Tops. You know, Mop Elite Top. Force. Uh, Holy uh, shit. Buddha Stretch and all of them. So mm. we had a big fight with them then I had a fight with the bouncers like it was crazy whatever. we're glad you calmed down sir no nah, well, yeah yeah I mean whatever well yeah. rest in peace to both of them yes DMX yes. and Tupac yes legends Slick Rick or Rakim you take a shot sir Rakim Oof. Let's stop it telling them to take shots. You gotta let them answer. Uh, I just don't be wanting, you know. I know yeah, everybody got personal yeah, relationships. I, I, I rock him because he made a lot of beats that I could dance to as well. Mm. I was into his, his lyricism, like you know, I had already I already knew about storytelling from Grandmaster Kaz. Right. So that was already part of hip hop. Right. Rock him, and at a certain point in my life, I was a five percenter. Mm. So you never stop being a five percenter unless you start eating pork. I still, I still don't eat pork. Okay, then you still a five percenter, yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, I when he was spitting that, it's kind of like when Wu Tang spit shit, and you walk, you you around the country when they first came out. You don't most of the country didn't know what the fuck Brand Nubian, Wu Tang, or Rakim were talking about when they start spitting knowledge. Yeah, right. You know, so I, I always find it funny when. When white people would recite certain things, like mm. yo, not knowing, yeah, they had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea. Okay, KRS One or Cool G Rap? That's a good one. Just take the shot. Damn, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Cool G Rap. No, your face just said, let me take both. But go ahead. Now, I'm gonna say, Cool G Rap. Okay. And, and that's because again, we can't lead the witness. Like, my, like, bad. Like, my bad. And this is like my, my own fucking ghetto trauma of hanging out with people who are wild. And like, I, I, I can relate based on like all the people that died around me and right. have been into dirt, what Cool G right. Rap is talking about. Right. I mean, KRS One is the remedy for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who did you pick? Coogee Rap. Okay. Yo, Colombia is in Dominican Republic. You're distracted. Yeah, bro, man. come on. Stop talking, guys. Stop talking about who, which one of you are no, going to sniff the more coke later. Yeah. To, to go and yeah, come on. get some work. You're distracted. You, you're messing us up. Okay. Uh, mm. Oh, this is a... Whoa. Oh, okay. Got it? Big Daddy Kane or LL Cool J? Taking a shot? No, 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 take a shot. You got to take a shot. You got to take a shot. No, that drink don't count. You got to take a shot. He has one? Okay, he has one right there. Look, it's little, it's little. Yeah. Cheers, Four. cheers, cheers, cheers. Here's the thing. Mm. Ooh. 
I would have said Big Daddy Kane. Yo, guys, what are you guys doing? I would have said Big Daddy Kane. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I, um, I would have said Big Daddy Kane, but what sealed the deal for me with LL Cool J is that when Red Alert was DJing at Big City, uh, Big City Diner uh-huh. on 11th Avenue in, in Manhattan, very specific. I think he was doing a party, Red Rum. Mm. And uh, LL showed up, and he got on the mic. He just rocked off of breakbeats. And he spit rhymes that were not on his records. Mm. And he just, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's what I respect. Because that's what I grew up on. So when I saw LL spitting, like, straight up fire, like, I'm going to just fucking burn his mic and drop it and bounce, he did that shit. And that's when I was just like, yeah, LL's 100% legit beyond records. Both legends. Okay. Yeah. Disco Fever or The Sound Factory? Disco Fever. Because I was lucky enough to get up in there, and I knew I was too young to even be in there. 16? I went in there at, um, yeah, 16, 15 and 16. Did you know you were living history when you was... Nah, we man, we was wildin', bro. <laughs> we didn't fucking appreciate it. Like, you didn't even think about it at all? No, I heard you no. say that before. I heard you say that... You weren't even living in the moment. Like, you didn't, you didn't no. appreciate, like, anything you kind of was going through. No, we didn't. So when we would go to places, right. first time we went to uh, France. This is amazing. They're like, hey, we want to take you to go see Eiffel Tower. We're like, nah, take us to the hood. <laughs> right, you know, and the hood over there is like, it's Ethiopian, it's Turkish, it's yeah. Moroccan, right. Algerian. African. It, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's where we felt comfortable. We didn't feel comfortable doing all those things. And I feel like I'm lucky to have had a second chance because it would have been nice to have done some of those things. But, right. you know, you grow up in, in, in the Bronx and you're not cultured. And it's a maturity thing, too. I'm shit. sure you were nah, young. Nah, and, it's, it's crazy nah, because... It's nah, a ghetto yeah. thing, bro. Because, yeah, it's crazy <laughs> because I swear to God, me and my Uncle Wise and my first two or three tours around, like, kind of like the world... We 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 were making it our point not to take pictures. Well, that was that was the era. That was the era. The era was Look like at, fuck you, this. all the shit that we back. You remember yes. when we did the magazine? Yes. We, we don't got pictures. We don't of got that pictures shit. of none of that shit. Nobody could even yeah. believe us. Yeah, we no, yeah. all this crazy uh, shit. Uh, our memories. Our hey, memories. But AI yeah. can do can fix that shit. Yeah, yeah right? make yeah, it yeah. up. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they make it up. <laughs> Goddamn, like the flyers. <laughs> we could ask Chat GPT the history. Yeah, exactly. When when was hip hop started? Right. Should see what that cross references. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. Uh, Biggie or Big L? Music, Biggie, friendship, Big L. That sounds like a shot to me. So you, you had a relationship with Big L? Yeah. Dope. That's out. No, 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 no. You, a shot. Not oh. a drink. Oh, come on. This is drink chance. We're oh. not letting you cheat us. Come on, let's go. Cheers, Salud. Cheers, Salud. Cheers, Salud. You deserve your flowers. Big L, Big L, oh, Big L, Big L was funny, man. Yeah, rest in peace. When the first time, first time I hung out with him, he told me some fucking wild story. Like, yo, man, you know what teabagging is? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's when a girl's laying down and you drop your balls in her mouth. What? That is mad <laughs> random, yo. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's funny. <laughs> I mean, he his lyrics were ill. <laughs> no, yeah, I I think mean, that's besides the point. <laughs> I mean, when sure. you meet somebody and he's talking to you about teabagging. But that's the type of shit he would, he would say crazy yeah, shit in his yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. tell me about, tell me <laughs> So that's like the first couple of words he said to you? He just met Yeah, that's why right. he was wild like he, that, he, he just, Wait, he said, you know, hi, nice to meet you. You know yeah, about yeah, teabagging? Yeah, no, no, we, we got all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I can relate because, you know, I grew up, we, all, we were always cracking jokes yeah, and shit like that. that. Yeah. 
That was amazing. That was cool. Now, I'm a, uh, every time I think about me and uh, uh, Big Al, I'll be like, Teabagging? Oh, Teabagging. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> we, I love, I love Big Al. Yes. Big Al bigged me up. It was crazy. Um, before he, uh, Did he? Passed away. He was like, he was like, he was going to change his style, but he listened to me, Cameron, and DMX. And because of that, he just stayed everything. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I knew it was like, I was like, I didn't even know he knew who I was. So that's always one of the biggest compliments. And, and I feel he was one of the illest lyricists at that time. Yes. And he, and then yes. he know he was there was a the whole thing that he was gonna sign the Rockefeller. I yeah. think if yeah. that would have happened and he would have been here still, and it was the whole he would have been him, a force to reckon with. And that's the whole thing. Also, him signing with, with Sony with like with Nas, like I believe they had Dude. to make a, ch a choice because Big. Well, he was on Columbia. Yeah, I, 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 I said right. Sony, but I meant Columbia. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. It was all. Yeah. It was all. Yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah. So thank you for correcting that. Okay. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Roxanne Chante or the real yeah. Roxanne? Taking a shot. Okay. God damn. Yeah, I can't just smile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't, you know, here's the thing. Oh, man. There's so few female representation to take any of them down ain't cool. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So what's the noise for that? Oh, this is a good one. Got it? Cold Crush or Thanks. Furious Cold Five? Crush. You ain't, let me nah, it don't matter. Cold Crush? I'm, I'm Cold Crush all day. Why? Why? Because I, that was, all right, so I knew. It was Furious Five, the other one. I know. But you didn't matter. Nah, it don't you matter. Because I knew Cold Crush before Kaz was in Cold Crush. Damn. Damn. So the original Cold Crush Brothers was. Was Charlie mm, Chase? Uh, uh, Little Black, Teddy Ted, Mr. T-Bone, Cisco Kid, and Easy AD. With with Tony Tone and Charlie Chase. Okay. That's the first actual hip hop tape, rap tape that I heard. Right. So that's what got me into it fully. Cold Crush. Yeah. And then you know, then Cold Crush became like Cold Crush embodied battling. Mm. You know, so everything mm. that I, I was as a b boy, Cold Crush was, was the top tier in the rap game. Sounds good to me. Tribe Called Quest or Brand Nubian? Mm. <sighs> and that's the era, I love, I love, that's the I era love, we were talking about. I love about. when a person goes like that. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like. Here's the funny thing. Okay. Here's my inner conflict. Okay. I've had issues with members of both crews. Issues? I need to hear these stories. But, oh, word? Yes, well, yeah, yes. what's word? the issues with either of them? Oh, Issue shit, with Tribe right. Called Quest. Don't tell me it was Fife. You no, Fife is my dog. Okay. Rest in peace, Fife. Yeah, so. rest in peace. No, Jerobi, I love Jerobi. Jerobi's so my we all neighbor. Know Shout out to Jerobi, right? great dude. Good. Yeah. So I wanted to book Q-Tip for something, and I wasn't asking for a discount. Right. And he was kind of like treating it like I was, and, and was giving me the run around. And, and was it time he was dating um, Janet Jackson? Uh no, this is maybe like seven, five years ago, five six years ago. Oh, so, so not long. No, but this after is, vibrant. Now that I think about no, it, it was just five like, years ago. Yeah, way after. So all right, so here's the thing. So we ha we have a back and forth, and I'm like, like I don't know who the fuck this motherfucker think he's talking to right now, right. And, and and it's like I goof around and I could play and all that stuff, but I could become a different person if I have to. So you this know? is you and Q-Tip speaking direct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So text or phone? Well, it was text. It's a different Normally thing. Normally we talk on phone, but he was banging his chest a little something while he was on text, and I'm thinking like, 
I don't know. He's confused right now. Like, he's talking to the wrong dude. Cause, and I said, you know what? My dude, you do you. Fuck you. And by the way, when you had that beef with Rex and Effects and all that, and Zulu. All, that all that hardware was waiting outside in case something jumped off, I'm the one that supplied that shit for you. Mm. Damn. Yeah. So that's why. But then I love his music. You know, so, and, and then, you know, Lord Jamar with the whole trying to separate black and Latinos, I'm not with that shit, you know? But then I love, you know, I have an affinity to the gods. Wait, I thought Lord Jamar. I mean, not Lord Jamar. Um, not Sadat. Sadat. Sadat? Was it, wait a No, I can't. No, no, it was Lord no, Jamar who said Lord that Jamar. white people are our guests. No, no, no he hip-hop. said Puerto Ricans are our guests. In I don't, like, did he say that? Yeah, oh, I spoke I, with him. I spoke with him on the phone. And, and, and uh, he started to get a little live with me on the phone. I'm like, yo, my dude, like, again, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I'm not the one. Like, right. what's up? And, and then, he, you know, we get to the question of, like, yo. I, I asked him, like, all right, well, if you think we're a guest, how long did it take to create hip-hop before we got in? Because now you have to deal with actual facts right. and timelines. And there's that, oh, yo, I got to go get my kids. Like, I'll call you right back. And he never called me back. But, you know, to me, and I only make those calls, and I don't do it online because that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I call them up, you know, we hit each other up directly. I'm like, you know, because I want to make sure that we're not contributing to the division of black and Latino people. Right. When we need to, we've, we're, we're stronger. It's like, it's like this. Somebody told me, because we have our own shit within Puerto Rico, uh, someone said on, 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 a, on a panel, they're like, yo, Puerto Ricans need to decide whether they want to be three million on the island, five million elsewhere, or eight million together. So for me, with black and Latino, I'm like, yo, let's bring all these millions together. Because we we got the same struggle. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know? And at the end of the day, we all know that divide and conquer is the plan. Yeah. And for and all I of think us, the for problem, all minorities. Yeah, the problem is, is that a lot of uh, fair-skinned people, whether they're light-skinned black or light-skinned Puerto Rican, they start playing that card. Right. And that's where it becomes difficult for us because they want an easy path. So, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know how the fuck I got to that because yeah, no, no. of a brand new being. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, hey, shout out to Tribe and but, Brand Nubian. Yes. But you uh, know, legendary. Like, like, yeah, man. It's like I, I got love for both of them, but at the end, we got we all have inner family conflict within hip hop. So I don't think you picked either. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. So, uh, Are we drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 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 am I wrong for wanting to hear the backstory hey, to the Rex and Effect? For, for yeah, the, the rest I, I kind of want to hear the backstory to that. Okay, Rex and Effect. All right, so here's the We deal. know the, the story, you know, the beef and the... Okay, let's see the shot first. See the shot first. Zulu the was backing Q-Tip because he's Zulu Nation. Exactly. So, B.O. No, Q-Tip. B.O., that's the big homie. Yeah, so B.O., that was my dude. And we had some transactions going on. And uh, he was just like, yo, we're going to do this thing at the mosque, but we don't know how it's going to happen. And we need, we need some weight. And I'm like, all right, cool, I got you covered. So we made sure that a lot of the wheel wells around the mosque were stacked. This was when they were going to squash it, or this is when he was That's when they were going to squash it, but squash we didn't know right. what was going to happen. Right. Okay. But we had to be prepared. And, and it was one of was from Harlem. Right. Slash Virginia. So, right. Teddy Riley and them. Teddy Riley. Yeah, so we had to make sure that. Do you everyone... remember what they beef was about? It was yeah, it was the New Jack Swing. I'm not uh, hardcore rap. That not was that five. New Jack Swing. Five said it in the right. record. Okay. It's some immature bullshit. Yeah, it was. No. It, was it was petty. We, everyone was sure. young, but um, at that time, I happened to uh, be have access to certain things. Right. And it was my little side hustle in between jobs. <laughs> Having hammers. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And distri distribution. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I just supplied what needed to be there and made sure that... Because you was down with Zulu up. Nation. Yeah, yeah. Q-Tip was down with Zulu so Nation. I was back in Q-Tip yes. up. And Zulu was hardcore, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he never knew... Like, again, I don't talk. Like, now we could talk because it's like... like our past childhood bullshit. It's, 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 they know? say seven and years. And nothing happened. They say seven years. This is, we talking about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but there's no statutory uh, uh, on murder. No, no, no. We ain't talking about <laughs> right, that. No, Please. Nothing, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, so, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, no, exactly. Thankfully, nothing thankfully. happened, thankfully, because at the end of the day... For you and for hip-hop. Yeah, exactly, because that would have been bad for everybody. Yeah, for everybody, right. But, you know, to me, I just felt like, yo, Q-Tip, just say yes or no. You don't have to right. string me along. Like, right. Uh, and, and don't talk down to me. Especially, you don't even know that I fucking had your back, right. and you didn't. I never even threw that at your face to let you know that I was the one taking care of everything. Mm. I mean, maybe it was a miscommunication with you guys on the. Table. No, I mean I'm trying to benefit. We all know Q-Tip, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's abstract. Sunny <laughs> <laughs> the therapist. The yes, man. Hey, here's the thing. I yeah. think. But you got to work it out. Yeah, you're working yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, but, okay. but, but somebody should never underestimate the power of a person in front of you. You know? And, and I may chill, be cool or whatever, but if my back's up against the one, I have to flex. Yeah, I, I right. have the means. Yes, I, you do. But I also don't hang out with certain people because I know that if I have an issue, they want to accelerate shit to the worst level. And I'm like, so I had to stop hanging out with a lot of people that would ride or die for me like that because right. that shit will get me killed. Right, right. No, let's stay in positive energy. No, yeah, positive, man. Positive. I'm more about helping people, pushing hip-hop, and, and, and... Coming to drink champs. Come, yeah. And make some noise. And, and let me yeah. tell you, yeah. Here's the thing. You do not understand. Number one, I'm proud of you guys. Yes, thank uh, you. Cause thank of, you. 
you know, not many people can maintain their relevance this long right. in this game. And, and, and giving it to our heroes. Yeah, yeah. And, and because, so this, just, well, hold on, let me, let me just stop you for one second. I don't mean to make it about you, but you're a hero. Thank you. Like, um, uh, all the things that hip-hop has received a black eye for a long time. Yeah. And sometimes our own fault. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, no. I, I'll be the, I, know, I know the dumb shit that I've done in my life. Right. Right. Okay, let's finish quick Thomas line. Well, he was saying, he was talking. Okay, let's just Oh, like I going. forgot. <laughs> okay, uh, real, Either way, we'll, we'll I got back. love we'll for back. both of them. We we'll already drank. Okay, yes. New Jack City or Juice? Uh, New Jack City. Okay. You don't need to explain unless you want to. No, I just didn't like the fucking last line of juice. I'm like, well, you, you got, got the juice, juice. now? Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember when that word finally came, that word yeah, came out? Yeah, it was just You got corny. the juice? It was juice, bad. Juice was corny? Not, not the movie No, no, juice. the way they used it. The word it. they used it, okay. Well, yeah. maybe the way they, but I mean, juice is a, is a great. I mean, if yeah. you listen yeah. to that it, line, it, it inspired and then you hear Rakim say, it sip the juice. To DJ, no, for DJ. Okay, um... Where we at? This one, I don't know where you're going to go with this one. You saying it? Yeah, I got to go. I got to say this one. Nas or Jay-Z? Nas. Wow, fast. I've, I've, I bought, and, and those are two of my top all-time MCs, but yeah. there's no other album in every form that I bought more than uh, Illmatic. Illmatic. And what you mean in form? Uh, from CD, vinyls, CD, CD to wax, everything. Yeah, because, right. you know, I DJ also, so right. that means your records get fucked up or right. stolen, whatever. Right. And, and you know, got to have mm. that Illmatic. Mm. Your Illmatic saved my life. Oh, I got to do the next. Yes, you got to do the next. Vinyl or tape? Vinyl or tape? Vinyl. And that's the EFN answer, too. I think you should take a shot just for that. Just you. Relax, relax, relax. <laughs> next, the next one's a good one for me. Kid Capri or Red Alert? Red Alert. Okay. I know Kid Capri before he blew up. I know him from the 1980 when he used to hang out with this other crew over on the Upper West Side. Mm. So, yeah, I knew him before his 50s. Was he the Italian stallion at that time? No, nah, he was... I, <laughs> you know he happened to him? I don't, and no, I know, but what, I don't, I don't he call himself that? He saw I think Rocky. he used to hang around this group called the Shamrock Crew. Uh -huh. uh, and his funny shit is that they're fucking Shamrock Crew, but they're all black. And I didn't get and that. Shamrock <laughs> means Irish, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Irish, right? I'm going to tell you a funny story. So uh -huh. we're in a Zoom meeting one day, and this brother walks in. It's like a recruitment day. And, and, you know, we bug out. We're all stupid. But, you know, if somebody say something funny or, or, or something to make you think, you, you're going to say something. So, so you said you had the Zulu meeting. Zulu so meeting in Bronx. Recruitment day. Huh? In the 90s. Recruitment day. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this dude, there was this one crew that comes in, and they were all Puerto Rican. And they're like, we're called uh, the leprechauns. And Bambada's like, okay, well, if you're going to call yourselves out of what you are culturally, why are you calling yourself like that? Like, you're like Lucky Charms or what, what, what's your deal? And then this other brother, he was super dark-skinned, Ethiopian style. And this motherfucker says, yeah, uh, my name is Spook. And we're like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, oh my God. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh my god. The Hibiki has kicked in. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Be, all right, let's finish quick time slam. I, yeah, I, I wanna talk about okay, yeah. Studio 54 Land Quarters. Land Quarter. Yeah. I've never been there, but I did perform at Studio 54 in 1980 or 81. But you say you never been to where? Land Quarter. Land Quarter. Never went to Land Quarter. But you're picking Land Quarter. Yeah. Because like the significance hip-hop of it. is legendary. Right, right, right. Yeah, I respected okay. that. Respect answer. that, yeah. Okay. You want to do the yeah, last? No, go ahead, go ahead. Take All this right, one. So me at EFN, we always say that this is the only one that everyone should kind of take a shot for because we believe one goes with the other. But it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you All right. want. It's loyalty or respect. Ooh, loyalty. Explain. Loyalty is the definition of respect. We agree. Yeah. And that's why we're taking a shot for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not why we're taking a shot for that. We're just taking a shot. Yeah, yeah. Just no, keep, no, no. Let's just be I like yeah, how you break it down. Let's just be honest. Uh, keep, uh, you want to elaborate on that? Like, oh, why is loyalty the definition of respect? Um, yeah. You can still respect someone, fuck up on them, but you can still be loyal to them. Mm. You know? I could fuck up on you. Mm. Could be whatever's going on in my own head. Oh, you money? Yeah. Thanks. But intent is everything. I don't intentionally mean that shit. Right. And and at the end of the day, uh, we could be at odds. But if we have a certain amount of history between us, when you're at your worst moment, I'll be there for you no matter what. I respect that. Yeah. I'm that dude. I respect that. Let's make noise to that. Let me ask you, when you've traveled internationally battling, what country has been the biggest, like, the, you know, the, the biggest headache in battling? Like, who, who really was a force to reckon with internationally? Here's the thing, like, as far as big battles, international battles and all that stuff, I've never really had to do. Um, but what I recognize is what other people bring to the game. And a while back, I went to Russia... Uh, to this place that's close to the border of Kazakhstan, and was Borak there? <laughs> so he was battling. They, they, and, and here's the thing: all, all these little white kids are, are like the best dancers in the house. They got fucking mad soul, flavor, rhythm, and I'm thinking like, what kind of pain did these motherfuckers go through? Right, right. You know, and, and then they told me that they were from like a war-torn area. Oh yeah, those were areas. And, and to they me, really going, in pain. Yeah, so, yeah. so what, growing up the way I grew up and, and all the violence around us, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I could see, like, like, when, like, either you have, I feel like either you have soul or you don't, or you just haven't found your lane yet. Right. Mm. But when you see people who, who are dancing and it's not theatric, it's just the real pain right. that they, they show, I think that's dope, and I can relate to that. So it was there. Yeah, in that yeah, part yeah. Of the world. I, and, you know, sometimes I feel like, you could be like the dopest, visually dynamic person, but if I could walk away feeling your emotion as you're rocking out, that's more important to me mm. because that'll I'll remember that more, and I re, I'll never forget those kids now. Like I'm bringing it up now, I don't know them, never met them, but they left an impression of soul in me, and that and was if, better than any. Feels movie. like in that part of the world, and I and we. We've talked about this story several times. Uh, like they, they really fight to have hip hop in their lives because we had nothing else. Like we had nothing else. We went to Russia, and the people that brought us out were, were called hip hop. No, Russians against Russians racism. Against racism. 
Like they yeah. were. That's like, an oxymoron, yeah. bro. <laughs> and then they had they had they had the buttons. It actually said yeah. the, the buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've had interesting experiences in Russia. No, Russia's hardcore. Like, I was brought out there by by an oligarch. Oh, which by, is by what oligarch. The, the people that run shit, <laughs> the richest motherfuckers. Yeah, they run shit. Okay. Like, this like person, Putin's people, like the people yeah, that. That's, yeah, these are like the richest people. And, and when you, you're talking about power, these people can just like open up a bank in the middle of the night, that kind of power. Right. Yeah, so I've had to deal with I've dealt with Yeah, that. Russia's an interesting. It was good. Place. It worked. Uh, it's financially good. Right. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't enjoy ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the club and oh, man. the security let me has key masks. Well, let me connect you then. No, I got the plug. No, 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 just no, no, about one time. Yeah. We, we got to try After it again. the heat yeah, phase out. I want to go, know? well, after they stop fucking warring. Yeah. Would, so, uh, you know, the Russian hey, people you know seem funny? like funny? And, and the one who made uh, this right here, he also used to be a stick-up kid, too. Goddamn. Yeah, he's throwing thing. you under the bus. This motherfucker used to walk around with a big-ass blade. <laughs> corporate and he just yeah, no. crazy Nate, legs Nate, said come out we can't crazy legs come on. and Sonny did a murder yesterday yeah 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 <laughs> nah but you know I think number one I, I don't know if you ever heard anyone but you know we actually used to go stick it up with your brother too uh, oh wow <laughs> with with and, and I'm gonna tell you how dumb shit was back then since we were so young and and, and I'm not going to throw their names out there, but there was these two kids that we stuck up outside of a graffiti, like not uh, uh, an art supply store. They had just they had just stolen whatever they stolen, right. and then we robbed them. And then a week later, they became part of my crew. Makes like, sense. Weird shit. <laughs> right, but let, let's get let's get to this story, right? The New York City Breakers. They are originally floor masters. Yes. And you handpicked the floor masters because, according to their story, I believe this is their story. Their story is convenient. Damn, that sounded like. But their story was you guys picked them because you thought that y'all could beat them. No. Okay. So we had this show coming up in the Grill Nightclub, and that was like 1982. And we were tired of doing shows where we would perform a battle against each other. Each other, yes. And we knew we had these little rivalries in the city, like New York City Breakers. Some of them, we all went, well, some of us went to Kennedy High School. And I was just like, yo, you know, the same way I selected uh, Dynamic Rockers, which got them into Star Wars, I selected New York City Breakers because it's like, yo, let's have a real battle. Right. And well yeah, that's how, real um, shit. And, and then uh, it's funny thing is that Michael Homan, uh, who became their manager, he asked us that same night, like, hey, I want to be a manager. And we're like, like, it's me, Frosty Freeze, and Take One. And again, like, arrogant, ignorant motherfuckers. We're like laughing in his face. Like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Yo, no, hell no. Mm. And um, he ended up meeting floor masters that night. And that's how they became New York City Breakers, because he started managing them. So floor masters, floor masters became New York City Breakers? Yeah. Did they have other? Ch I swear there was floor masters out here in Miami. No, it may have been a different crew. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't have chapters. Floor, like floor. Yeah. Floor. 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 Oh, floor. floor. <clears throat> you know Flo? Who from the commercial? She gives you your insurance. <laughs> so, uh, but I'll tell you a wild story just please. for your show. We in. One day we go to Dance Interior, right? 
and we go on a night that isn't our night. Okay. And this is a place where What do you I, mean isn't our night? Like, like, not, we, like we had uh, like that party that went from the grill went to Dance Ontario. Okay. It was called Wheels of Steel. And y'all would have from Tuesday to Thursdays? It would be on like a Wednesday. On Wednesday. Wednesdays. That's y'all. Because then it turned, the, the, the name of the party was Wheels of Steel Wednesday. Okay. And um, so we go on a different day. I'm like, hey, you know, the guy, this guy who's a legendary doorman, uh, Dance Ontario, he ended up being like the guy at, at the Palladium. Um, like, Not hey, John Googie Rivera. Huh? No, 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 no. This is a guy named yeah. Howie. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, very I know, I know. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me Puerto Rico. Him and I got beef or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, we, I, we go into Dance Soteria and, and we go in there and, like, we're all dudes, like, from the hood and it's just, like, all gay. Like, all right, well, this might not be our night, you know? Not, not so, spikes. Huh? This is real. It was a gay, it was a, gay it was a private party. It turned out that it was gay. And we go there, and we're, like, looking on stage, and there's that guy's on the mic, and then all of a sudden he brings someone up on stage, and dude starts giving him head on stage. And we're like, yeah, and we're like, yo, all right, well, we got to get out of here now. Like, this ain't our scene. Let's Whatever. Extra. Let him do that thing. So I get outside, I'm like, yo, Howie, um... This happened on stage. Like, what's going on? Oh, that's Freddie Mercury. Oh, it's shit. His birthday. Uh, from Queen. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, Mercury from Queen. Queen. Wait, yeah. he was the one getting head? Yeah, on stage oh for his God. birthday. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy but legendary all at the same time. <laughs> hey, I wanted to... I may as well bring something good, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. You know yet. Freddie Mercury, though, right? From Queen? No, you don't know who it is? Uh, yeah, no. you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. From the group Queen? Yeah, yes. yeah. The lead. Bohemian you know Rhapsody? <laughs> Trying to change the subject. Yes, but... No, so my, my point is... is but damn, on stage? Here's the thing. <laughs> no Instagram back for, then. No, for hip-hop back... Yeah, for hip-hop back then, the reason why hip-hop became successful was because... There was a, 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 a genesis of the reggae scene, the punk rock punk scene, scene, and what was happening in the hood. Right. So all those things coming together, it was just like a culture shock, and we're like, yo, these motherfuckers are wild, or whatever. But at the same time, even with, with like, whatever the gay scene was, and even if a lot of us were like raised homophobic, um, a lot of that scene, they're the first ones to give us a stage. It's the counterculture side of it. Everything was counterculture. Yeah. That's punk, reggae. Right. It was all counterculture. And, and our, our manager was a punk person. There was a lot of gay people within her world. Right. And those connections that she, she had to put hip-hop on stage was from that community. The, the same here in Miami. Some of the first hip-hop parties were at known gay clubs. Not they, the parties weren't gay, right? Not, like, but the only exactly people that point. would allow the parties to happen in their venue were venues that were doing yeah. gay events. Yeah, easily. That's facts. The the uh, the person who who um... AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. 
Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. God, it's true. It's true. It's just, it's true. Y'all moment, man. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, the spot that I brought you at, that spot that I brought you at. It is what it is. That was a venue. I mean, that was that, and you, it's business. It's not. Hey, it's hey, business. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Either we can confront our reality, bro. It is what it is. Or we can it is bullshit what it is. our way through life. Yeah. It and, doesn't and, make you anything different no, than who you are. It just makes you a fucking saying? better person to be able to like be like, all right, cool. Well, no problem. Whatever. You know. But um. But at the end of the day, you can't deny that. Like, if you want to talk about how hip hop got its platforms, its first platforms, you might want to question who those people were. Because there may have been people there who were looking out for you that you actually grew up not liking. Expand on that. Meaning that if you're a fucking homophobe, but you don't know that, and you love hip-hop, but you don't know that a lot of those clubs were clubs that were owned by gay people or run by gay people, but gave hip-hop its first platforms... Right, it, right. It's like, oh shit, and then you gotta hate them. Like, I'm not a homophobe, I don't give a fuck, you know? Right. It ain't hurting me. Right, right. right. No, they ain't you know? Me neither, that's real. Right. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's real. So let's talk about USA Skating Ring. You went out there yep. in Queens, and you said you broke even. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went out to their turf, and to me, if I battle you on your turf with your crowd, and it's, and by, by audience, it's a tie. I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, yo, we've smoked these motherfuckers. Right. Like, right. like I'm in your neighborhood and, and it's a tie, right. and we don't, we don't, we're not bringing our own judges. So we ended up getting a gig at Lincoln Center, uh, August of '81. And, and 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 when I'm watching Lincoln Center's in Manhattan, I always thought Lincoln Center was in the Bronx. Mm-mm. But what what you think about Fordham? Fordham, okay. Fordham, because okay. Fordham, Fordham has a Bronx campus. Okay. So. Um, I invite, you know, that's, that's how we ended up battling uh, Dynamic Rockers for a second time. Mm, mm. And that's when it's like, Ramelzi's on the mic. We got, I don't even know the, who the DJ was, but um, it was the first time hip-hop was at Lincoln Center. Right. And that was just like the definitive, like, neutral ground. Like, we smoked you motherfuckers. And, like, if you were to interview them, they would never talk about it. Right. It never even comes up in their, in their history. 
Mr. Lee, you over there making noise, and you over there making noise. <laughs> <laughs> Dominican Mr. Lee is bored, bro. Yeah. He's bored. Come on, you're the only one talking. You're the one who starts yeah, the show. Yeah, he makes the stuff. Everyone be quiet. No one No breathe. phones, no you're talking, no breathing. <laughs> be quiet. We don't like, listen, we know the Dominican got hate on Puerto Ricans. We know that. I'm going to tell Mr. Uh, Lee to do it. Mr. Lee. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans did not get along in the 70s. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like the new the new hicks. We already went through our phase. Oh, shit. Crazy legs said it, not me. Hey, but it's true, though. At one point, we were them. There's always a new group. And now in New York, well, I'm not going to get it. They'll get offended if I bring it up right now. Oh, now Mr. Lee's like, I can talk now. <laughs> you always have beef with us at the handball court. Because we were nice. Yo, but, 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 yo, bro, how the hell are you have the Benjamin Buttons disease? You reversing ageism. You still look young. Is that the young. exercising of dancing? Actually, that- I, I slacked off on my exercising. I love boxing. That's my... That's my that's my first love right there before dance. So I love doing that, and um, yeah, my girl fucking be on my case because wow. she's Japanese and she eats different. Yeah, no, I, I think um, a little bit of denial goes a long way. Uh-huh. Hit the gym a little something. I, I choose not to be overweight right. uh, as yeah. best I can, and that's difficult because. Throughout my life, I've been through a lot of injuries. If Ooh. you know, like if there's like the six million dollar man, that's me. I've right. had maybe seven surgeries. Damn. I probably need three more. What's and, the guy, Evil Knievel? Yeah, Evil Knievel. That's what. Yeah, you're the Evil Knievel. I remember him. And, and you know, it's crazy because I'm I'm a part of hip hop, which the element determines when you stop. You know, mm. it's not me. The element decides that. Right. It's like, all right, your body's done. Right. You can't. Right. Like you can keep, you can spit bars. Yeah, hopefully. That's where I used to. No, I'm gonna talk shit for the rest. Yeah, but yeah, it's all good. Right here is cool. Yeah, I ain't injuring my elbows no more. No, 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 no. Your elbows? I used to be going out, going. Oh, Your elbows you know, got injured yeah, yeah. like that. I used to be like this so much. Oh, oh my shit, my but, shit hurt. You got like, carpal yeah, tunnel yeah, yeah, yeah. in your elbows? Yeah. You know what's a crazy thing? <laughs> Had and, and this is like the the main turning point for me as a kid mm. is that um, I was scheduled to be in the Junior Olympics for boxing. Mm. But wow. I didn't have the $14 registration fee. Damn, and that was when it was like, okay, well, I'm going to be dancing instead. Right. So, you know, boxing is, is my first love. I love fighting. I don't mind getting punched in the face. It's cool. Was, was it um, uh, b-boying in, in the Soft Olympics? Wasn't it in the Soft Olympics? It was in the uh, Youth Olympics. It's called the Youth Olympics. In 2018 okay. in Buenos Aires. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And now is, this, is is it going to get in the twenty? It's in twenty twenty four Paris and um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I still have my reservations because I need to see how it plays out. Because right. to me, if there there needs to be a pathway that leads back to the hood that creates a level playing field for black and brown people to be able to have access to the resources that gets them to the Olympics. Because right. it comes from us. And if right. it comes from us, we should have that first opportunity at, at, at a level playing field. And are they also going to create some sort of ambassadorship? Uh, ambassador pro- ambassadorship. Uh, uh, ambassadorship program mm. that leads into communities to educate people on how we as a people contributed and created this. Because how does this system work? Like, these people come compete and then... If they win the Olympics, they get the gold medal or whatever. Yeah. But if they lose, they completely out of. They yeah, go straight it. back to the hood. That's it. 
So I, and so for me, at the end of the day, is the Olympics the great fucking international uh, platform? Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. But basketball is in the Olympics. Yeah. But the Olympics will never be the NBA. So we need to maintain our shit when it comes to like those indep independent events that hip hop throws and continue to support those. Because right. the, the Olympics is once once every four years. To make right. hip hop and the people here the elite. Yeah. Just yeah. like NBA is the elite. Yeah. Right. And that means that we have to lift each other up right. instead of take each other down. Right. Oh, that's real. That's real. Could you I imagine people training? To be in the Olympics as B-boys and B-girls and they don't even give a fuck about hip-hop at all as a culture. I can imagine that. Like, I want to train to play handball in the Olympics. Yeah, but you're Puerto Rican. You were born playing Korea, handball. That's what you're trying to right. like, I think handball <laughs> Me deserves too. to be in the Olympics, bro. And I would like... Oh, I thought it was. No. Hey, hey I'm going to tell you and right they, now. They called it some other shit when it was in the Youth Olympics. They called it some... They called it Patiwa? No, I forget what they called it. It was, it was So not one... Like, like right now, one of my missions is, it, missions is uh, can I raise some sort of money through some sort of corporation or organization that is hip-hop mm. to support the people that are representing breaking in the Olympics? Because right now, there's not one hip-hop entity that's supporting any b-boy or b-girl in the Olympics right now. Mm. So you're telling me Rock Nation is not... Nobody, no, nobody. Rock Nation. Zero. Rock Steady. Zero. Rock Nation. Oh, Rock Nation. Yes, yeah, supporting. So you telling supporting me it? no one. Uh, revolt. No one. Absolutely no Bad one. Bad boy. And these people need. And, and here's the thing. Wu Tang Clan. Nobody. No one. Zero. Mass appeal. <laughs> nobody. What about Rock Steady? I would tell you. Well, if we had the resources, I'd do it e immediately. No problem. I mean, I should be. But maybe these people don't know. Maybe, these, maybe we should I mean, say that. Maybe we should say. Maybe we should call. And maybe this is where it happens. You know, G you know? Unit, G Unit. Uh, no, but shouldn't Rocksteady be like consultants to what they're doing to oversee? Yeah, but then you Def have to Jam. figure out like, all right, who are the people leading? Um, Cash money records. I don't think the record Young labels. Money I don't think the record no, labels should be a part enough. Of I mean, to, to, to sponsor, yeah. Yeah, sponsor, maybe. maybe some bread. Sponsor, yes. We yeah. You know what I've watched? I watched this golf tournament that. It, it was similar to that, where if you win the golf tournament, you get everything, but if you lose, you get nothing. But the people that... But that's, that, like that's a called life. qualifier. Yeah, but the, but the people that don't get nothing, they still have private jets. They still... Because these people sponsored them just because they had their logos on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't There's it be something like that? that? And that's what I'm, I'm trying to advocate for because I know the brothers and sisters that are in it. And if and it's crazy because 600000 gets them through the next year into the Olympics to be able to make the qualifiers, hire a trainer, you know, meal programs, all that well, stuff. Doesn't it start at the qualifying level? Like the DM, yes. like, like DMC, like shouldn't it be like that? Yeah, it does. But I, I know the people who are already guaranteed to go in, who have done enough already. But it's like they may have like small sponsorships here and there, but there's no one footing the bill to say, yo, you're good from here to the Olympics. It's not and a that monster. Shit, that shit only costs $600,000. That's it. Each person or the whole group? The whole group. Oh, wow. To give them some peace of mind and be like, yo, I don't have to work. You know, uh -huh. I, I can just focus on dancing, you know? I mean, if it's Olympic, that's the way it should be. Yeah, and, and, the, and the fact is that, like, that shit was born here. Right. And, There's and a lot of rappers' watches got more yeah. than that. Yeah. So the thing is, if you look at, I think, a lot of the other countries, they're supporting their people. The country. U.S. is not. 
not one company in the that's U.S. Ridiculous. But let me ask you, is that hip-hop's responsibility? As, and that's who, no, But that's that why I said first, there's not one hip-hop entity that has stepped up. But maybe we don't know that. Like maybe No, but, but actually... Well, I know one stepped up to inquire. I'm not going to bring them up, but... It You're not bringing up anywhere. nobody, bro. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Nah, I, Can you have another shot? I'm, Give this man another yeah. shot. And we're going we go, we go to play. Hey, at least you know how I get down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, but you know, you know what? This is... This is uh, and I'll take a shot, too. Um, this is, <laughs> this is a hip-hop safe zone. I believe that people, our forefathers, you know, co-signed this show. And it's not about, you know, blowing nobody up. It's just about telling the, the truth. Not to yeah. say, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know, I had a brother on here the other day. And... We went, and, 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 and then he says to me, you know, this, this is going to get me in trouble, right? And I go, <laughs> it should, right? And No, it shouldn't. <laughs> Depends you know, the, the, on the content. The, the, listen, I, I say this a lot. Maybe I didn't say this on the show, but the truth is more powerful than a lie always. If it's the but, truth. It, yes. No, if it's the truth. Let me finish. Then go for it. The truth is more powerful than a lie because a lie, if you don't identify with the lie and correct the lie, the lie will go away eventually. But the problem the is that truth, everybody has their own truth the, nowadays. No, not when it's four niggas at this own table and everyone say, I remember that. Right. <laughs> that is one million percent solid the truth. Right. And when you try to run away from that, it, it's it's going to pop back up. That's all, you know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh my God. But, but, you, but you know, I'm gonna tell you, like God. when it comes to the truth, the way I see it is like this. There's a lot of people that I know, I know that they're deep shit, that dirty, I know they're dirt. Mm. But even if they die, is that the safe zone? Because when they die, they still got kids that gotta fucking live that legacy. True. Come to so the mic. I don't the I don't mic. want I don't the mic, crazy. The mic. Oh, yeah, I, so I choose to make sure that, you know, honestly, like if we did dirt together and you fucking, even if you turn your back on me, I'm still not gonna snitch. Right. right, you know, because it, it, it's bigger than that for me, and that could be my own ghetto trauma, stupidity, or whatever it is. But well, that's your that's, that's your how morals, and that's everybody yeah. should have moral grounds that they stand on. I could fuck up a lot of people's careers right now, right. easily, you know, and people that, that probably deserve it, but I'm still not gonna do it. Right. Okay, that's real shit. Now let me ask you: B boy originally stands for Bronx boy. Yes. Yeah. So, so we, we established that break yeah. dancing isn't what B boy yeah. is. So, so uh, when you see people from Brooklyn calling themselves a B boy and people from Queens, is that laughable? Yes. Yeah, no. 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 So, no, because shit evolves, and that's cool. All right. Only it's only when you're not that. So I was in San Francisco in like around '93, and I go to this event that Run DMC is in, and, and you ask Run DMC about the B boy, and they say. Because when it came to Queens, it sounded for a lie. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't Who know that. I, I was like, I was like, because I'm I sitting there, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I, I wish, to tell you the truth, as a Queens person, I wish they had a better answer. Or was that the I correct answer? I appreciate that, because then we found out that Jam Master J was actually a B-boy. Oh. That he actually danced? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Jam Master J... And, and everything was a B-boy, though. Yeah, yeah. He was he was 100% He was legit. the guy. He was so, the guy. Rest and I had beef with them, too. <laughs> with, wait, wait, with Run that. DMC? With B-boy Wait, 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 wait. He had yeah. beef with Run DMC? Why? Yeah, I need to Oh, man. During the Source Awards... Which Source Awards are uh, we talking about? Well, I'll tell you. Well, when Run DMC was performing, 
Uh, it was in the 90s. Okay. And I feel like uh, down Rocksteady DJs at the time, uh, Mixmaster Mike, Hubert, and DJ Apollo, they were Legends. performing at the Source Awards as Rocksteady DJs, and they did their routine in rehearsal, did the Peter Piper routine in rehearsal. Peter Piper, Parker, Parker, Parker. Yeah, yeah, Parker, so Parker, they, uh-huh. they did that routine. No one said anything. So during the show, they start put, uh, doing that. Run is running them are uh, going to perform after. So they're pissed off because nobody wants their music played before they perform. And they pulled the plug on them in the middle of uh, in Madison Square Garden. And I'm sitting like in the front row and I just... Pull the plug on Run DMC? Huh? No, on the yeah, DJ. Run, on run, the, run, 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 pull the plug. On the DJ playing his music. Yes. Yeah, yeah on the DJ, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he pulled the plug on, on the all DJ. Three of the yeah, DJs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel that. I so I ran, up from, I ran up into the stage in the back audience and me and him started talking shit like... And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, you know? Because, okay, let me stop you for a second. Recently, I seen Wiz Khalifa come on stage and do the same thing. He berated a DJ. Like, he went in on And then I see every DJ in the world. Oh, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that was why. Kind of, like, go against them. Is this the situation you're describing? No, this is different. No, 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 this is different. Because they did a rehearsal. Everybody knew what was going to be played. But in the middle of the show in front of a packed audience of 7,000 people Uh as a Paramount Theater... They're gonna go pull the plug on them and humiliate them. They came from San Francisco yeah. to do this. And show. these are legendary DJs. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and so you know, me and Run mostly got into it, and, it. and <laughs> you know, he was up in the stairway, and I'm trying to get at him, and people are holding me back because right. it's like, yo, I'm not gonna let you bully my dudes. They're my crew. I don't give right. a fuck who you are. Right. And, and yeah, that was it. I'm still a fan though. Did you have an afro at the time? At that time, yeah. <laughs> you have a blue sweater? No. <laughs> all right, cool. You envision his own outfit? I envision him being like, you know, I like, you a scary guy. Nah, you got to take a pee, too. You got to take a pee? Hold on. Uh, nah, I'm good, man. All right. I had to put this up like this, right? All right, there. before I'm... All right, this is, this, is, this, is, this is a pre-question, but um, I got to ask it. Because I see people trying to recreate it. Mm-hmm. Can fat laces ever come back? Mm. We started Fat Laces. That 99 cent store? Oh, oh that 99? Don't tell yeah. me, don't tell me the fat We were using elastics. From the 99 cent store. No, from elastics that would be used for um uh by how do you say? It? What's the word I'm looking for? People who, who are uh, seamstress and shit like that. Uh-huh. So that's how we started from our perspective. Uh, even before that, fat laces was about taking regular laces, wet them. Take the tip of the iron, press down, and then widen them out. Yeah. In the seventies, and then yeah, yeah. Who made the creases? I don't know, man. You gotta ask <laughs> Cat. That's I, some yeah. That's some older dude shit. Cause I see that in Paid in Fall, and they was asking for the creases. Yeah, I, I yeah. use my creases on the Lees. On the Lees. Lee riders. Well, you, you should snatch Lee patches. Uh, nah. We would. There was this place. Uh, called Martin Brothers on Fordham Road. Mm. And then they had a patch that said Onyx. And, and those are like the high-end Lee Riders. Uh-huh. But we, that was the spot we got our Lees over there. I used to snatch Lee passes, patches and collect um, the Mercedes Benz. Oh, yeah, everybody the, did the that. Yeah, that's late, we did it in Miami. That's some late 80s shit. And the Cadillac. Yo, I was the Cadillac. I was so poor, I would pop the shit yeah. and, put and put it on, on the like chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do yeah, that yeah, here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
I used to think I was dip. I was like, oh, yeah. God, God. they're like, yo, little poppy, we know you don't got a fucking Cadillac. <laughs> like, 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 when I talk about the negative shit in my life that I've done or I've been Thank a part you. of or experience, it, it's not to brag about it or celebrate it. It's history, mm, man. It's just, no, it, it's yeah, it's history, but at the same time, you know, to be able to turn your life around and just walk away from shit mm. before it hits that next level, you know, it, it, there, there's a lane for that too, right. you know? And, and I guess trying to show people like, yo, you know, yeah, we all come from, a lot of us come from a fucked up situation. Right. I can tell you shit that will blow your mind, but but when um, people hear those stories, but they don't hear like, hey, but I'm doing this X, Y, and Z right now, you know, we got to give that contrast to give them some clarity. Like, yo, my dude, you don't have to stay stuck on stupid or or, or be susceptible to that peer pressure. You know, so. and and I think that's the power of hip hop. To be honest with you, although you know hip hop has a bad rap and there's a lot of fucked up shit, but I think that's the illest part about hip hop. It's turned a lot of people's lives around. Yeah, it's given us lives. Yeah, it's yeah. given us careers. It's given us pathways. It's the most powerful outside music of in the world right now. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Not just, but not just musically. Yeah. Like, in its totality. Yeah. Art. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Art is selling for. Hundreds of thousands of dollars now, so... Yeah, like my boy that was just tagging and bombing and fighting in the streets over fucking tags. Now he's fucking selling his shit yeah. for hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, like, it's amazing to yeah. see that. You know, to, to see B-boys and B-girls that, 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 that are, they were just these hood kids in the neighborhood dancing, traveling the world. You yeah. know, that's amazing to me. And you dance for Queen of Elizabeth. Yeah. Of Elizabeth? And Queen. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. You know, Queen Elizabeth. But she's of Elizabeth. And Madonna. And you grinded on Madonna. I you grinded on, on Madonna? Yeah, before she blew up. She so loved that, she that, that picture, from hip hop. That picture out there was taken by Henry Chalfa, and it was at Danceteria. Uh-huh. Uh, Did you it, cock her, man? Be honest. No, honestly. Wait, did you so give her the, the thing. Did you give her the business? I'm going to tell you right now. So, there's, all right. So, she used to come to the Roxy and hang out, but before that, again, we were at Dance at Terry. So you I saw one of her, pers- uh, pers- her first performances there. Right. And before she became like Madonna, you know, before she had a single out. But um, when she used to hang out at the Roxy, you know, a lot, she'd be hanging out with a lot of my boys who are Latino. And I'm sure Mayor has some stories because he knows. You probably know some of the people who went to hang out on her crib. What, what's homie do from Ola Records? The main, the the Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean Benitez yeah. and her were. That was later, a little bit later. Okay, okay. So yeah, but the thing is, is that I was never into white you girls. Said, oh. But she was. Let's let's be honest. She was she was kind of in tune with hip hop early on. Absolutely. Early on. Yeah, yeah. for the eight from the eighties. Yeah, that, and that's because she met us in Danceteria. Right. But um, I wasn't into white girls, but a lot of my boys used to go and yeah, hang out at her crib. Madonna, bro? Nah, fuck that shit, bro. Oh. I, I was only dating black and Puerto Rican girls back then. That's oh, come it. Come on, it was Madonna. That's man. it. Oh, you danced for Queen Elizabeth. Oh, Queen Elizabeth, yeah. yeah. So when I was da- when we went to perform for Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm over here looking at her like, you know, I gotta shake her hand, and she had these jewels around her neck. Did she smell like marijuana? Nah. <laughs> she had these jewels around her neck. So I'm supposed to be looking at her in her eyes, like, you know, your highness or whatever. And I'm like, damn, I want to snatch that shit. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I did not think he was going to say that. Nah, I mean, 
Again, that's and that's that double life shit. The mentality. And you, did, did, did you know what it meant to dance for the queen? Did you huh? know what it meant to did dance for the queen? Did oh, you, you care? Did? Nah, we didn't give a fuck. Wait, wait, wait. wait. That's no, this is a two-part question. Did you know what it meant, or did you... I didn't know what it meant. Okay, all right. Maybe... Yeah, that's real. Wait, you that's didn't real. know... Yeah. I didn't know what it meant. You didn't I... know, because we grow up. We don't know no queen. The, yo, it's the president. The, coming from the hood, like... And the Mayor Dinkins. Yeah, you want to meet James Brown. Huh? But you knew that, who she uh, was, Lavoe, you know? But, you, but yeah. you knew who she was, what she was. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Okay. I didn't wow. care. Wow. Yeah, it meant nothing to me. I didn't grow up that way, you know? It, you got it, the pick? You got the pick? Oh, this is the pick? Well, Madonna. We got We're going the back pick. to Madonna. I'm going to ask you again. You're not going to cock Madonna back in the days? Hey, man, leave me the fuck out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, crazy legs. You was outside. Let me see. Let me see the picture. He was, he was outside. It's in the group chat. <laughs> he was outside. Yeah. You're right. Your fro but was... She, yeah, but she was cool. She right. was cool. I'm not going to front. She, she was, was not cool. a virgin. Absolutely not. <laughs> For the very first time. I, I, I doubt like that. Highly. Yeah. And then homegirl Debbie Mazar used to hang out with us. Mm. His brother dated Debbie Mazar. <laughs> and that was when she was called Debbie M, right? Yeah. Y'all had an amazing time, man. Let me take a shot for you. It was fun. I, uh, one time yeah. we end up, uh, we just we get. I'm notice how you're not sticking away from the shots and sticking no, with the beat. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, give him a shot. He, oh yeah, I, I'll take another drink. Uh, damn. Look. So one time we get we get invited to go to a recording studio because some recording artist is a fan of ours, and, and they want to surprise him with a like in studio performance, and, and this is like 1982, and he's like one of the biggest artists out there. And uh, we go there, and it's fucking David Bowie. Oh, shit. You too? Huh? No, no, no. It's David not Bowie. It's not you Let's dance. David Bowie, not you too. What's it? Oh, who's on YouTube? David? I, I'd not sing, David but it's not bad. <laughs> Let's dance. Yeah. On your no, okay, all right. Let's dance. All right, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we were having like interesting times. ATT connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. It's like that. Right. Meeting, like, really bugged out punk rock people. You didn't meet Prince. 
Nah, I didn't meet Prince. Michael Jackson? I met Michael I would Jackson imagine. when I, I worked on a bad video. Tell us about that. But uh, you were on the on the set? Yeah, yeah, I was in it. Was it who was in that set? Wasn't uh Wesley. Wesley Snipes. So I auditioned with Martin Scorsese for the Wesley's for that part. Really? Martin Scorsese yeah. did so that. So we're video? not gonna leave yeah. with that? We're not going to start with that? Yeah. I don't know. It's oh, not important. Oh. <laughs> it's all relevant. Yes, no, so I, I auditioned for him, and uh, I knew I didn't get the part immediately because he was just like, yo, you know, like, when you live a little, I think you'd be a really good actor. And I'm like, all right, well. He said live a little. Yeah, like meaning more wisdom. Life experience. Life. Right, right. Yeah. So um, Wesley got the part. And I ended up being an extra on the train scene in the long version of the video, but I got to hang out with him, take a picture of me and him. Martin and, Scorsese? Uh, uh, with Michael. Martin Scorsese was I didn't even director. know who Martin Scorsese was. I found out years later. So I'm like auditioning, not giving a fuck. Don't know who he is. Huh? Send it? And in the you your job today, yo, huh? But okay. in that picture, you're looking at Kadeem Hardison is in there too. Yeah. Yep. Kadeem Hardison is right there. So, so, so how was Michael? Did Before you he blew up. You interacted with Michael on huh? that set? So did yeah. you and Mike do cocaine? Yeah. Huh? Mike didn't do cocaine, I, just feel, I felt like Mike was just going, nah, 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 nah. pulled out a bag. I you mean, know? he might tell me he did that. Then Michael did acid all of a sudden. All I did was ask him for a photo and, a, and an autograph. <laughs> Were you starstruck by Michael, to be honest? With you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Because yeah. he was Mike back then. This and, is the 80s. Yeah, right? and on, you're, I mean, you know, he's the biggest pop star in the world. Yeah, and on film sets, there's a certain decorum. You, you can't right. really cross certain lines. Right. And so, he's not just that one Michael. You got Michael from the Jackson 5, who's already already a yeah. celebrity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So. That's crazy. That's real, man. That's cool. God damn it, man. We've come across some interesting people like Tina Turner, Gene Kelly. Like, you dealt with Tina Turner? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. So we were going to perform in Holland and... Um, yeah, high as hell. Huh? Holland. Yeah. Y'all oh, Space yeah. Cakes? Space I Cakes? I don't remember, so maybe, space yeah. Cakes. Yeah, Space <laughs> Cakes. That's Holland. That's Holland. So, uh, yeah, so there's... Not a, Hollandale. Eh? No. <laughs> Maybe soon. <laughs> Drunken Dragon coming soon. Hollandale. Got that. Make some noise. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, she just wanted to meet us. We were all performing on the same show. And uh, uh, it's kind of like this person wants to meet you. And, and we're super young. So we still don't really know who the fuck she is anyway. You don't know who Tina Turner is? Back then? Did we care? Damn, like, we're listening to like the message. I know it's crazy. We're looking in back, in back right. you know, right. UTFO. We don't give a shit about that. Mm. You know, so yeah, we met her. That happened with Gene Kelly, like another surprise visit. Uh, that's the kiss, Gene Kelly. Oh no, that's Gene Simmons. Yeah, right, now. exactly. Right, Gene Kelly, bad. legendary dancer, tap dance, okay. all that shit. Well, yeah, we 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 um we lived some ghetto rock star shit. All it was right. cool. So we, so we didn't cake up back then. Cake and, up. At all, you know? We didn't in terms think. of what? Much. What you up to? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got my Colombian brother that said well, caking up, and it means something different. But who's somebody that, 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 that told you that they was a fan that you was blown away from? Well, the queen was a fan. She was an actual fan. Are we talking about Queen and Elizabeth? Yeah. She, yeah, she, she, was, she was, was a fan, fan of... She was an actual fan. Really? Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, She ain't trying to break that. George Michael. I mean, come on. He was a fan. The comedian? 
No, no man, George Michael, the singer, the pop. Oh shit! Yeah, he was a fan. Because I I saw George Carlin. So they used to have like fan mail back then, and and in the fan mail, it's like all these questions that the fans ask, and then you fill out each one. So in his answer, when he puts music that he bought or who he's into, he put Rocksteady Crew. That's dope. Yeah. Damn, it's not Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> who who in hip hop were you a fan of that you met that you kind of were like fanboyed out? That's within your own world, though. Like Cat Grandmaster Kaz is my hero. Yeah, you know, uh, Charlie Chase is also my boy. Uh, but yeah, I would say Grandmaster Kaz because he represented the battle right. in every way. So, and, and I, I, you know, I'm all about the battle. So, how old are you when you first meet him? Fuck, I was a fan of his and, and watching from the outside the ropes in 70, 70, I probably saw him in 77, 78. I don't remember when he got into Cold Crush, but whenever he got in, that's when I became a fan of his. Mm. That's dope. And so it was Home Alone too that you were... Um, <laughs> I was an you, extra. You was an extra at it's Home funny. Alone too, and that's the same place that you used to rob people in. That's what, that, that's what it is. I asked you that earlier, and yeah. I did a little bit more. Yeah, 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 no, so... It's funny because we had a certain name, and I'm not going to get into it because I'll get canceled immediately. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. The area in, in, in uh, Central Park, we had a certain name for it. But, uh, um, yeah, in, in 82, I think, was the highest crime rate of Central Park. And let's just say I was associated with a lot of people <laughs> involved with that. And, and uh, him being one of them. Damn. Come out, you caught. And, and, and the crazy shit is that, you know, you, at a certain point, you had the guardian angels. Like, we had confrontations yeah. with them. They were and, confronting y'all? Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't know how to take that. Because, <laughs> you know, at that age, you're thinking, like, maybe the guardian they... Guardian angels with the... Um, yeah, 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 the berets. Yeah, they were the like berets. The yeah, so, you know... You, we you, found out all of them was on cocaine as well. Huh? <laughs> we found out the guardian angels... I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. It was just... It was dudes like us who acted like they really knew karate. Right. <laughs> and we believed the shit. I believed them, too. <laughs> and by the way, riding the train, seeing the guardian angels... Being uh, nine to you, eleven you like years it? old, I felt safe. I felt safe. <laughs> I, I cannot front on them. Were they necessary evil in that time? Probably. Uh, I wouldn't even say they were evil, man. I, no, I'm saying I who was the guy the leader? The he, evil. Had to tell. Oh, he was God. Italian. He was Italian. No, Sliwa. That he wasn't Italian. Uh, what's his name? The guard is Sliwa. He's he Latino. Italian? He was Latino. Who? The dude? The main guy? Yeah. I thought he was Italian. Mm. Sliwa. I don't huh? know. There's a documentary no on... No matter what uh, he was, he wasn't one of us. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Shit. And that's when they had, like, Hector Camacho and all these other dudes doing, like, uh, anti-graffiti campaigns. Hector Camacho did an anti-graffiti yes. campaign? Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Who else? Celia Cruz did an anti-graffiti campaign? No, but, yeah, but you, look at it this way. The outer world of our existence was paying our own people to campaign against us. Right, well, right. The New, uh, well, New York City, they had a big campaign against us. Well, it's kind of like how Trump took an ad out against these brothers from, uh, from, from Central the, Park. Right, Central Park, right. Same shit. God wow. damn it. That was that's horrible. Yeah. So, so let's talk about uh, uh, Jimmy D and Jimmy Lee, the founders of the Rocksteady Crew. Yeah. Then how did they... 
Um, how did you meet them to get down Rocksteady? I met, uh, so there was this place called Mom and Pop's Disco on uh, Cretona Avenue in the Bronx. You love Cretona Avenue, man. You gotta, you gotta buy Cretona Avenue. I mean, that's where I started. Yeah, you gotta so, buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you but, had an accident on there? That's where you first got? Huh? You had an accident on Cretona Avenue? N what do you mean? No, like, no, no. Didn't you fall or something like that? Oh, that's where you made the windmill, because you, that's what I made, you yeah. didn't want to yeah. fall. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah right. So, um, uh, Jimmy D, I met them at this place called Mama Pops Disco, which was an underground nightclub. This dude, uh, Little Angel, Puerto Rican cat, used to be the DJ there, and it was where a lot of the, a lot of the premier B-boys and B-girls would be, with, especially within a Latino community. Right. So I went there in, like, maybe 77, 78, and um, and at this time, sorry to cut you off, but b-boying is probably more important than MCM and D. Nah, everything was dope. Everything, everything was, was on the same everything level. Everything was on the same level. Okay, continue. Much, and it was all fresh. Like, yeah, it was all dope. All dope, fresh. Dope. Yes. Because you gotta remember, like Kaz, Melly Mel, all of them used to be b-boys. Right. So they they always had a relationship, right. and when you got people like um, Jimmy D and Jimmy Lee who were notorious at the same time. Right they were gonna get their respect no matter what because mm -hmm. they were a threat, mm -hmm. you know? So, but, and these are two fucking dudes that never grew up to be tall, right. you know? And, and, but they were- Meaning they were short. They were fearless, yeah, they were fearless. And, and uh, so when I, when <laughs> <Yeah>. I- <laughs> Everyone caught on, everyone hey, understands Watch out for the little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, everyone, everyone <laughs> knows what you're saying. Yeah, so, um, yeah, as soon as I met them, I was maybe like 11 years old. And the first thing they did was take me to go do snatch a purse. And it didn't work out, but that was my introduction. How, the rock first didn't snatch when you snatched huh? it? The purse didn't snatch me? No, nah, it was it's fucking desolate in the Bronx. There was no one there to, to rob. <laughs> <laughs> no purses around. Nah, Nobody point. around. Nah, Hunt's point. You can't rob the hookers at Hunt's point. It's like it's tumbleweed and shit. Because didn't you help um, uh, uh, clean up Hunt's point as well? Yes, uh, I became part of a program. Well, I created a program within the, po uh, the Point Community Development Co Corporation because a lot of my boys had already dropped off. You know, so a lot of people had been murdered. And I was facing a situation of do I go in deeper and, and, and go all the way and, and finish this out, or do I just walk away and just say, fuck it, this shit is dumb? Right. And I walked away. And I said, okay, from this point on, I'm gonna give back to the community. I'm gonna use my talent to save the lives of the people who made the same bad decisions that led to all of my boys' deaths. Right. So I volunteered for three years at the point, for three days a week, teaching dance and throwing events and, you, and bringing these kids to like wetlands and we take over the club. And uh, I put the kids at the uh, at the box office. I let them sell the merch. I let them host a show. I let them run the b-boy battle. Everything, and to give them some sort of dignity right. and pride and understanding of how to do business. And that was like the first gentrification of Hunts Point. Yes. Because back yeah. then, everyone knew Hunts Point for one thing and Hookers. one thing only. But this, is yeah. this is positive gentrification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he took the hookers out and he started dancing. Yeah. So, God damn it. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Walt Disney, Walt Disney took the peep shows out and he brought in Disney. <laughs> and he took the hookers out and he brought in B-boying, God damn it. That is something yeah. yeah. He is the Walt Disney of Hunts Point, God but, damn it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, here's, here's a crazy shit. You do shit like that and you're still like not in tune with your emotions in terms of like the damage that you've experienced in your life and how that affects you 
you know, and how much of a ticking time bomb you are of fucking tears later on when you're, you're dealing with remorse. Right. So when you have a brother call you 20 years later and knowing that he lived right around the street, a corner from a place where there's a line waiting for a crack house to open every day, just like New Jack City, right. exactly like that. Right. So um, when they call you 20 years later, randomly at different times, like, yo, you saved my life. Mm. Like, I'm doing this, this, and this now. These other people are dead, but you saved my life because I, I got down with you, and that should change right, You my were that path. fork in that road, and they Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Right. And, and I'm not, and the crazy thing is that I was still pulling myself out of some dirt. So the struggle was, again, still living two different lives while trying to go in the right direction and, and, and not fall into like, fuck that motherfucker, we should hurt him. Right. You know, or, it's the difference I, between hurt people, hurt people, is hurt yeah. people, helping people. Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, again, it goes back to um, not pulling myself away from people who will happily do damage. There's a person, and I'm not, again, I'm not bringing his name up. He used to run this area that we're in right now. And not raw. Again, I'm not saying names. Right. <laughs> but when Sounds that person. Sounds like you hit it on the nose. When that person. <laughs> I mean, when, I was in this area when Zulu and all these guys were Yeah, out yeah. Here. So, so when that person heard that somebody was getting sideways with me, that person was approached. Right. And I can't, I can't have that happening, you know? Right. It's mm. like, yo, my dude, like, you're going to get me some conspiracy charge here. Mm. Like, what are you fucking doing? Like, mm. So, yeah. It's good to have the ride or dies, but sometimes you got to walk away from that shit because it'll, it'll kill you. Right. So let me ask you, if I don't ask you this question that I'm about, I'm about to ask mm -hmm. you, you know, about 30 years, maybe 40 years ago, probably understand exactly what you're going to say, right? But I'm going to ask you to it right now. If you woke up today, right, and you had all the hip-hop history erased, and we're just based in your, from what you heard from 2023 on, how much of the original DNA of hip-hop still exists right now. Mierda. <laughs> Depends on which direction you're looking in. Oh, yeah, that is the truth. Yeah. Okay, so you just pick which direction you want to go. Hip-hop is divided. Uh-huh. You have the industry that thinks it's hip-hop, but doing an element of hip-hop but could care less about the rest. Mm -hmm. And then you have a lot of self-righteous hip-hop heads. Mm -hmm. And we, it would be nice if we met in the middle somewhere. Okay, self-righteous hip-hop heads and what, who else? Meaning that anything that this group over here does that's into the industry okay. is horrible because it's, commer it's commercial. Okay. Like, I listen to modern shit. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to look at some new shit as it's not hip-hop because it's not from my time. Are you fucking with little Uzi Vert? I like, fuck with all that it's shit. Like his, his he breaks like, too. He's a b boy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that's yeah. like crazy like shit. I was, like, you know yeah, yeah, I yeah. was supposed to be in one of his videos. And, 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 that would be hard. You and yeah. little Uzi Vert together? Yeah. That'd one day. Hard. One day. I just one day. Rock, rock. He's I a good brother. Know. Whoa, that shit hard. But go ahead, nigga. Go. But um, I think it's there. But I think it, 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 it's it's divided in a big way. Right. And, and I think that that is bad for our community because that's why you have this whole other thing of. Uh, uh, Latino, whether Latinos there or not, and it's like, yeah, because you like, divided the elements, you divided the the, the community, and so it's a continuation like, of it. What's happened is, is that hip hop is a commodity 
that yep. is only traded in rap music. And then mm-hmm. the art, the B-boys, the DJs, they take it seriously in terms of turntablism. They've all been splintered. We, we can't, to the point where they don't I even can't consider be themselves hip-hop. I can't be mass-produced like a record. Right. So I can't make as much. Right. Right. So there's a big difference. I don't get royalties off of something unless it's a film that I've been in. You get royalties every time the record is played. So there's a big difference. Depending on what deal. And and think about and think about. (laughs) Let's let's think about the. If you want to put it in a conspiracy, who benefits off of the splinter? The the industry that that monetizes the music cannot monetize these other elements. So they said, okay, boom, we shed that. Mm -hmm. This is hip hop. But you know what's crazy? I brought it up earlier how much Europe, to me, respects hip-hop more. If you actually think about it, in Europe, the B-boy and the DJ is on the same level as the MC. Yeah, they are, but it's like, changing. Like, they're on it's the changing. same level. And that's how, to me... I agree. No, but it's we, changing. It's changing. It's They're they're changing with us, too, as well. So you meaning that the MC is becoming... No, uh, no, they're, they're becoming more Americanized in their view of hip-hop. Well, I haven't seen yes. that. I haven't been there. No, it's, I'm going to agree with the that. Internet, I haven't been there. I, I, I didn't know, you know that. Me traveling yeah, 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 yeah. Come home. Everyone's yeah. trying it. to get a bag. I've yeah. seen and that's it. what yeah. it is. It's I've all about it. the bag. Because remember, I don't think there's nothing wrong with getting a bag. I no, think no, no, no. But you still have the integrity. Listen. And that's the problem. This is yes. the thing. So, yes. so I've, I've been doing these documentaries where I've traveled to different countries. And trying to find hip-hop. Yeah. Well, exploring the country through hip-hop. Right. Through the scope of hip-hop. And in every single country, the same thing has been told to me. You guys don't do hip hop anymore. <laughs> you do business. Yes. You do business. Wow. You are not. You. We don't. We do not look to you anymore. Now these places that used to look to They're us, sustaining themselves as uh. the innovators, as the pioneers, they look to themselves and their and their neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Like in, I went to Vietnam. Vietnam looks to Korea and Japan. Yeah. And to uh. themselves. I went to Colombia. Yeah. Colombia by itself is, is look doing for Diego. Thing. It, it's okay. like hip hop. Hip hop. And Diego was there too. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, eh. I think uh, the message in hip hop no longer exists from right. our perspective over here. Right. Fuck. You know, like where's the message? Again? But we still got the but Kendricks. What's, what sucks is that hip hop is the number one cultural export of the United States yeah. to the world. Yeah. And the United States and ourselves do not identify that yeah. and Fuck. make sense of it to and make and make it a thing that we could either monetize and it, or or politicize or or make it a, a political thing we just don't use and, it and the, the right fact way. that breaking comes from the fucking backyard of the united states and not one of them has been sponsored who, who are going to the olympics by anything in the united states right. shows how much regard they have for us on right it. yeah well, we're assholes yeah, well, we're, fu- we're fucking shit up. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, we've been talking about this hip-hop union for a long time, right? Uh-huh. Me and EFN, um, when we started this show, we was like, yo, I forget who was sick in hip-hop. And we was like, wait a minute. Their bills wasn't paid or something like that. And we were like, yo, hip-hop needs a union. There's no way you can put in 20, 30 years of work in your case, 45 years of work, and then you get sick, and it should be on your family. Like, it was on your family to miss, you know, Christmas when you was performing in France. It was on your family to miss Thanksgiving when you was performing in Russia. Like, why should your family bear 
Why would, shouldn't we have a union? That would why? be nice, but until that No happens, one trusts no one? I just have to operate as, you know, I operate as if no one owes me anything and I got to handle my shit. I'm, I'm responsible for my own relevance and my own finances and, and how I take care of my own medical. And if there's something comes where there's a fund for people like myself who are pioneers, like if I'm well off at the moment, I probably wouldn't accept it because there's probably else. Yeah, yeah, but, else but that should be the luxury. It. No, but that yeah, should be like the luxury. No, no, no. Yeah. The thing about it is, especially you know, um, with with how we're kind of owning our own stuff now. Like yeah. we're actually in the era, and especially with podcasts. You know, yeah. I would love, you know, uh, you know, to stop talking about it, and I would love to, like, you know, Joe Budden. Well, Chuck D. You know, Chuck D. He's created something. I, I don't know. Well, let's donate to it. Joe Button, million dollars worth of game, Gillian Wallow, you know, Norian EFN. Uh, I think we should put up a couple dollars and just put it in a, in a pot where it's, it's, it's see-through, put it in Killer Mike's bank. I trust Killer Mike. And I trust his bank. And just leave that shit there and, until, not to say that we want something catastrophic to happen, but if something happens, if 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 a uh, little some, if, if uh, but that's yeah. not the way it works, man. No, we gotta make it up. No, the thing that's about not the it way it works. No, it's not the way it works. I, yeah. Chuck D, I, I think it's Karis ones involved. They got the government involved. You need bigger funds to really make a difference. You can't. We can't take a couple podcasts and put a couple dollars in when Why we not? fucking need the dollars ourselves. But we can Why still not? empower each other. That's the yeah. Thing. That's so what I'm to saying. Me, if it's like empowering some. Some you know, people who are representing the United States on the highest level ever, get them 600 Gs or if it's... You could raise funds. That's the thing. Yeah, you have to raise yeah, the funds. But this, here's the thing, right? A lot of us don't know, don't understand how do we do that, right? Okay, cool. You said Chuck D has an idea. So such no, has no idea. An idea. They did it. They did okay, something. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Investigate And, and I more. feel like we should do something, right? And, and this is something that I just learned, right? I went to Opus One, right? And Opus One, I thought I knew. Which is a great wine, by yes, the way. Yes, it's a great fucking wine, right? <laughs> so I went to the factory, right? And I really thought I knew everything about wine, right? And he, he, he gave me the 2018, he gave me the 2016, he gave me the 2022. Well, you asked for the 96. And then, no, I did not. <laughs> but you're, you're correct. I heard the 96 is fantastic. He didn't have, right? But I went through it all, and I loved them all. And then he brought me what was later considered the throwaway. Uh, we all yeah. drank it and we all said, this is our favorite, right? And he said, you know why? It's because that's exactly what it is. It's what you want it to be. Right. Sometimes we can sit around and just sit around and say, let's wait for it to be perfect and let's wait for Al Sharpton to come over there and do some jump ropes with us and then, you know, yeah. do it. And then sometimes it's just like, let's just do the right thing. Do the right thing is, let's just... Just whatever, whatever, and if anything happens, because that's really you take what, it as what, far as you can take. That's it. really what insurance is. It's just in case shit happen, right? So just so let's just throw whatever, whatever. Maybe we're we're not gonna do it the right way. Maybe we're not. But the fact is, I will feel fucking awesome knowing that a hip hop legend caught a stroke, and for us as podcasters. we stepped up and said his family bills are taken care of. That shit. I would. Yeah. Yesterday I couldn't sleep at night. That wouldn't make me sleep at night like that. 
But yeah. let me let me tell you this. This is you helping yourself. Let me rebuttal you this. How are me helping myself? Me, I'm, I don't plan let to me, get let sick. Me, let me give you a rebuttal. Okay. If Chuck D, who I trust, has always had the best interests of hip-hop mm. in his heart, if he's leading... Chuck a, D ain't coming to drink jams. No, but... Chuck okay. D ain't reach out back to us. Leading, and you know what? Chuck D don't even answer my phone call. Okay, okay, Chuck D, yes. <laughs> there you go. That's between there your you go. Chuck D should have been here. Chuck D done did... White aye, media aye, aye. crazy since we reached out. He said he does not do interviews, and all of a sudden he's been doing every other aye, interview. Okay, that's your so, so let me that's just not my beef. Let it's me, our beef. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. So if if he's doing okay. something, him and there's a coalition of people involved, and they they're doing it the right way. My thing is let's contribute to what they're doing because if we're but again, why they contribute to what we doing? We've shit, been bro. saying this for seven no, years. No, hold up, but about then it goes back music. to the splintering of it. Oh, Thing. Oh, yeah. Green Boys do this, and, and Graph Riders do this. Okay, you yeah. know what? You do that, Chuck D. Podcasters do this. Fuck it, we're all gonna do it different because I'm, it's gonna make me feel better. No, bro, no. I want to no. contribute to the movement no. that is gonna do it right. The organization's no, gonna do it right. Because we've been speaking this for seven years, and I've been watching, and, been and I've been watching this. the fans for seven years. Tag this man on Twitter. Who? I follow him on Twitter, Chuck D. And every one of these other people, and guess what? None of them have ever hit me on DM. None of them have ever pursued that. So I'm tired of waiting for our forefathers, our near fathers, well, our close fathers. Our clo but why didn't they reach out? You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? Hold on, EF, and let's they be clear. They didn't reach out to us to do it. Let's just be no. clear. Well, no, 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 no. Why did they reach out for us to be a part of it? You mean to tell me every time they say something, or every time something like that, with a hip hop union is is is, is brung up? I love our fans on Twitter because you know what they say. Nori and them been saying this for seven Absolutely. years. Absolutely. For seven years. Absolutely. For seven years. Talk about it no more. I'm willing to put the same way I'm willing to invest into Drunken Dragon in Hollandale, which I'm doing. The same way I'm willing to invest in Foxhole, which I'm doing. The same way I'm, I'm willing to put up a couple of such and such just to have an account, just in case if Maxwell fall and break his ankle, mm -hmm. let's help out. Now we stuck this I'm fucking around. <laughs> Man, I'm fucking and, and, and yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, so for me, as a dancer. There are times when I've had insurance and I didn't have insurance. Right. So whatever I had in the bank went towards my surgeries. Right. Mm -hmm. So with an hour, hour lane as dancers, we get fucked up the most. Yes, y'all do. And, and we're all taking care of ourselves. Right. Like I've come out of pocket so much money for the shit that I do, just for the love of hip hop. Right. So there's a lot of people out there who are representing, and I think that's probably like the most injuries. You know, for dance, you know, in right. hip hop, but uh, you like, know, it's, it's a lot so of dancers need help. Funerals, God bless. It's yes, so many hip hop funerals that you go and start to see, and you be like, damn, this shit is not taken care of. That shit is like, like that's. I, I, I mean, and, and, I, and EF and I, I don't, because I, I had a rebuttal with you. I don't want you to say that I'm disagreeing, and I'm disagreeing. No, no, we're with having Chuck a conversation. What he's, what he's doing. The problem is we're so available, we're so out there, and our platform actually exists. Right. Our platform actually exists where... Weekly. Guess what? Weekly. Guess what? Your, guess your platform is a force. And Weekly. guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Chuck and whoever who else is doing it, maybe... And Chuck maybe, is a fan of the platform. Maybe he said he's willing to come. Maybe. Okay, was, maybe y'all didn't want to come in, but at least let's promote y'all platform on this platform because this is what it's made for. It's right. made for us because I guess I guess what? Go ahead and try to go to Hot 97. Now they got 94. Four seven, yes. the beat. Let's big up um uh Cypher Sounds, Mick yeah. Jones. Yeah. Uh -huh.
Paper Styles, Miss Jones, I think Mr. C is over there. And they're Yo. actually, this is another station besides Rock the Bells, and I love Rock the Bells, but Rock the Bells cannot say that they did not base what we were doing off of, and we were giving our legends their flowers. I think we, and we, we still we, are we giving our the legends their flowers. Of a lot, of a lot so in this current I would moment. Really, I, I'm actually an equity owner of Rock the Bells. Come on, goddamn. <laughs> no, goddamn. No, I love what doing. I love Rock yeah, the Bells. No, yeah, they, they, they did reach out. On my, on my they, love it. they reached out to several of us. And, and they did give us equity in the company. That's beautiful. Uh, and so I got to salute them. L beautiful. Is, is beautiful. doing brother. great things with Rock the Bell. Yeah, Bell's. yeah. I, I got nothing. I will never have anything bad to say about okay, it. Okay, KRS-One and uh, KRS-One have launched the union. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm, and I'm mad. Why are you mad? Because they should holler at y'all. Because yeah. <laughs> come on, man. No, no. I, mean, I understand, I understand but you can't I, get I'm mad. playing, but I'm not playing. The thing about it is... We can't be outdated. Like, we can't be sitting around and do something that was brought up publicly on this show for seven strong years. But we live in an era where nobody even sees everything. Yep. Yes, but there's someone in his camp, just like George Clinton just came here. George Clinton, ain't, I could tell he never saw an episode of Drink Champs in his fucking life. And, and, and I loved him but, being here anyways. But his grandchildren said, this is the place where you're supposed yeah, to be. that's true. So you true. mean to tell me that once they set up that campaign, they ain't no, it wasn't no one who said Drink Champs was saying this shit for seven years. They've been trying, they've been waving. But, 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 but maybe they've been saying it for 17 years. We ain't hear it. But I ain't hear it in their records. I got every one of their albums. I'm just saying. I got every one of their albums. We don't I got know. every one of the... I'm I ain't hear it. We don't know. We don't know. Got to give the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, I've been to MySpace, it's motherfucker. Black Planet. You been to MySpace? Yeah, yeah. I've been fucking around. I don't know why he said that. He's throwing us He throwing us Or fear of the Black Planet. But I want me to simply support that. I'm not saying I don't support it. I'm saying I have no control over that. I have nothing. I have no information of that. Cool. You know, uh, our engineer just sent that to us. Um, this should be front page news. It's probably the problem it's that it's just, not front page news. Guess, guess what? Not ours, but it's, guess what? it's, it's the media. Guess what, sir? In case we you don't know. That. Every time we drop, we front page news. Yes. We front page fucking news. Yes. Regardless if we want it, and sometimes we don't even want it. We don't want it. Definitely. It's a lot of times where I'm like, you stay in Kindu, and I'm staying y'all. I didn't do it. No, it wasn't me. There's a lot of times we don't want front page news, but this is something, and that's... But we care about the community. We care about hip-hop. Yeah, but this, 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 is, this is what we have to do. It, it can't, like, like you said, it can't be a KRS-One, a Chuck D thing, uh, and... Uh, a, a crazy legs thing, a rock steady thing, and then a drink champs thing. Okay, cool. Maybe it's not a drink champs thing. We when all we, need to come we together. We say podcasting. We handled our part because we couldn't handle it. Because absolutely, if we could have, we would have did it seven years ago. Right. So let's just do to the people. We know that uh, uh, Joe Button is happy from from doing what he's doing. We know that a you know, million dollars worth of game. These are people that we can come and talk to and say, listen, let's just. Maybe it's a podcast fun. Maybe Chuck D and them is the uh, like the Jerry Lewis telling is, 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 is the rap, and then and then but but the thing is sitting around and doing nothing and sitting around just sitting around sitting around and sitting around it makes us seem like we're just talking. But that's what I'm I don't saying. Let's talk, talk to no the more. people doing something. I don't want to talk. To no see more. if we can fit in. If we can't, then we don't. No, no. At the end of the day, you no, sort, we don't fit in. You source out the needs. You raise the funds and you, you put that shit into work. And I, 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 I agree with what you said. You said raise the funds. That's also that's also what we're doing. And not only that, we want to give back. It should, it should be something like that. 
but we give back. Count like, me in, bro. There's so much beautiful we, things that, that we obtain. Yeah. And it's not always about finances and riches. Mm. It's about, okay, man. Support. We, we, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. look at that shit. Look at the, look, that's George Clinton artwork. Yo, he yeah. did that right he there did behind, you, behind He you. came George Clinton and did, did the, that oh, behind look you. Look at that. That's all. That's I, got, I got a George Clinton story, but I can't say this one. What, <laughs> what's, what's the other artist's name? I always want to give him. Jonas. Yeah, with George Clinton. They okay. both did Come that. Come on, let's give us that George Clinton story. Let's go. Is acid involved? There's, they, that there's, one I, I there's something involved, but was he open about shit like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Cocaine so, and everything. <laughs> yeah, he was open. He was oh, okay, yeah. open book. Open so, book. so it was like a Zulu anniversary, and, and I'm over here like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, nothing but the dog in me is in the back, you know what I'm like? And, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm, I'm taking him to, uh, I had to drop him off at his hotel as a favor. Right. And he just started like, he opened up a little packet in the back, and I hear... And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's wildin' in my car right now. Ain't nothing but the dog. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And you were like, I could have sold it to him. <laughs> All stuck him up. I never sold that though. <laughs> I thought you said you bought eight balls. No, I bought something to. Oh yeah, to sell him a plane. My memory is good. Oh, you only sold it a plane. You I don't consider that. Or you're like, my yeah, high was that's, that's it was count. a quick hustle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't a dealer. That was oh. my boys. Oh, my God. Yo, oh. man, well, crazy legs, man. Let me just tell you something. You're a legend of a legend. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. We, 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 we clearly made this show for people like you. Um, Hip Hop 50, I know you kind of said you didn't agree with Hip Hop being 50. You said 47. But I'll cool. stand with it. You'll stand with it? I will stand with it. you stand with it. Yeah. And in your opinion, you said 47, 48. 48. 48, which is two years off, and that's, you know, we're pretty much all drug dealers. I think that discrepancy is yeah, fine. Yeah, so it's like, it's like round <laughs> you, it you off. You did acid, this is good. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah two years, you might have crapped because of the acid. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You never know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, because two years for the ecstasy, it's like, it's gone. <laughs> Me, yeah, um, but we want you to know you're a legend. Uh, hip-hop owes you. Yep. Uh, and not just b-boying, you know, because, um, you know, it's crazy. Like, you look at these records now, these records have a dance to go with the record. Yeah, yeah, it's, dance is still there. It's a part you of know, it. You know, but for me, I've always felt like I'm hip hop before my, I'm a b boy. Mm. Because when I got into the game, I saw I witnessed everything happening without any kind of label over it. Mm. It was just what was happening, like a girl doing double dutch. You lived uh, it. You know, it was. You were it. Yeah, so for me, I'm always hip hop before I'm a b boy. But we want to. Uh, Show you love. Is there anything you regret before you got out of here? Um, not finishing school. Oh shit! Definitely. Damn. I was on that path. I ended up in in Hunter College, and I used to. That's in the Bronx, huh? No, no, Hunter College is on, on 67th Street, and um, you never went Lexington. to school in the Bronx. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about college. No, oh. no. Well, okay. I did go to Bronx Community for a minute. Okay. Uh, then I switched to Hunter College, and then. Um, me and this dude, um, why am I forgetting his name? Ah, oh, God, not The Rock, the other one that hates him. <laughs> Vin Diesel. We used to go to Hunter College together. We used to hang out. Yeah, we used to. <laughs> you and Vin Diesel went to school together? Wait, yeah, we hold went on, to Hunter College. Did together. you almost forget you went to fucking college with Vin Diesel? Did you almost forget that? Yeah. Your life is dope. Make some noise for that. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to be a B boy. 
He was a B-boy first. Yeah, he was a B-boy first. All right, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel needs to come to drink. Was he Vin or Diesel at the time? He he was Vin. Yeah, he was just Vin. He wasn't Diesel. Vin B-boy. Nah. Oh come on, bro, Mr. Lee. <laughs> so we used to hang out in a, in a cafeteria of Hunter College and try to pick up on the girls playing spades. So Vin Diesel from New York? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you thought you from? Turks and Caicos. But yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully, I, all this stuff in detail. It, it, we are working on a um, a couple of films right now. Me and Fat Joe and Eve Rivera working on a um, Latino contribution in hip hop documentary. Ooh. Ooh. Um, you know, more more. You educa- guys can get Dream Champs involved. In yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, we want to definitely do it as something that's educational. We don't want to cause more divide. Just provide data. For, uh, I'm, yeah, we want to provide data for people and, and say, yo, boom. If you're not sure, this is where, right, who, and it. when. And, and now, if you want to be an asshole, that's up to you. Right. You know, and, and so there's that. And then we're doing the Rocksteady documentary right now, um, uh, which is uh, all going to be from, from my perspective. And um, then there's a few other things on the table. We'll see what happens. But some, is a lot Rocksteady of synonymous with Zulu? Is it no. one? No, not at all. We're our own thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of good shit. You know, for me, it's about my festival in Puerto Rico working on these films, and then um, a lot of relief work, but expanding beyond Puerto Rico. Because with all the shit that, that just happened in Turkey, I felt like, Damn, man. wow, so I know heart, how to bring people, wrenching. you know, the opportunity to have clean water. I know what, what that takes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then you need to start needing more financial resources to make that happen. You've seen the dude, and, I've mentioned, <laughs> and, I, and I'm sorry I don't know the guy's name right now, and I mentioned him before, he has the machine that extracts... Air yeah. into clean yeah. water and yeah. it's from the United States. Like that dude is incredible. Yeah. Man. Wow. We we did a, I mean we man, we did shit in, in And he's donating his machines to That's cause Tesla, to good causes. Tesla was donating a bunch of shit too. Elon? Yeah, he, he donated Elon. Elon? Uh, Elon. Elon, Elon, yeah. I was like, Elon? Elon? I call him Elon. So they during Hurricane Maria, Eli. they Elon. We, we were there's this one community that we went to where their their source of water was like Two, three hundred feet down, and there was this really old 1973 uh, diesel generator that the U.S. government dropped off during the hurricane. Like, here, figure it out. All right. And, and Tesla donated these batteries that would generate the water 300 feet up uh. to a community of 800 families. Tesla did that. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we helped. Yeah. Well, Eli doing his thing. Oh, well, Eli is all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, with the Yala, he let me go crazy on Twitter. He's a little wild boy. <laughs> He's a wild boy. I'm just playing, man. Yo, Crazy Legs, Thank man. You. I'm going to be honest, man. You, Rocksteady, you know, all the things that you contributed to hip-hop, we'll be remorse to not, you know, always throw flowers at you Thank and you, always, you know, respect what you do. And I, I, I'd like, you know, I enjoy this when I, when I get the pioneers, when I get the legends, when I get the icons, and I just explore their history. Like I said, for a month, I've just been walking around like you. Like, I don't know, that's why my, my big boy, you see my big boy, he just, he fell. Because <laughs> we, we, we thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, man, b-boying, me learning that b-boying and breakdancing is, is two different things. Me learning that breakdancing is actually a frowned upon word. And yes. It was, it was frowned upon, but now, 
You know, but it's crazy me even learning that. But breaking is not. Right. <laughs> Are you saying break dance? It's kind of like when you say salsa, you just say salsa. Right. You don't say, hey, we're going to go salsa dancing. So, man, we just want to tell you, man, uh, our show is based on, you know, giving legends and, you know, people that's been in this game for more than 10 years. They flowers because, you know, let's just face it. Hip-hop is the only age-ism music yeah. there is. Yeah. Pink Floyd and, you know, all these other mm -hmm. people can go, you know, that's why I said Gene Simmons earlier. That's the dude with yeah. the tongue, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people don't even know he's old because he had on makeup his whole face so goddamn time. And he can go and tour and he can do this and no one says he's washed up. Oh. But they don't have elements either and that's the difference between hip-hop as well. They're just yeah, music. Yeah, well, we gotta... They're just music and drugs. We got right. everything we else. Gotta, we, gotta, we gotta figure it the fuck out. Because the last time I checked, you know, if you take a good meal and you season it correctly and you put it in there, the fridge, and you get it out three days later and you take that out well marinated, it's still right. good. But it's fantastic. You know what you think you about it? that? You know what that's called? Seasoned. Yeah. Chanji. Yeah. And, and, that's and, what the fuck... So technically... Hip hop, if it's if hip hop is about fifty years old, it's just realizing its own wisdom. Is the adobo seeking in? I think. I think. It's still young. If it were a human being at fifty, you know, a lot of us are coming to terms Absolutely. with our own remorse, regrets, right? All kinds of shit. And at fifty years old, uh, you're still uh, busting nuts. Uh, Holla. <laughs> but, but the individual can come up with those things, but when you've been yeah. hijacked by corporations, yeah, it's a whole other mixed beans. Enough of us are still alive to make shit right, you know, or at least plant the seeds. We may not see it in or our lifetime. Or at least time. speak it. I mean, we can't do it for the sake of seeing it in our lifetime because that's unrealistic, mm -hmm. you know? So. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We have to just plant the seeds and hopefully that shit works into something for somebody else later on. I think it will. I'm good with that. I think we're doing it. It ain't about me. Ain't about us. Yeah. I like the back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it works.
Yo, man. Thank you so Thank much, you. man. Thank you. Appreciate that, Thank man. Thank you, Bear. Hey. I'm, I'm Thank you for the flowers. I'm not, I'm not gonna yes. stop drinking. I'm gonna keep going. You gonna take some pictures go. and do some drops, and then we good. Yeah. I'll be yeah, over there. Bathroom. Holy shit! Yeah, go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Great episode. Great episode. Drink Champs is a Drink Champs LLC production in association with Interval Presents. Hosts and executive producers: Nore and DJ EFN. From Interval Presents, executive producers Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Listen to Drink Champs on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com.